Hello everyone, this is Poppin' Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left off, the vanguard of the revolution, final name pending, traveled to Gundertown, the capital of Soprano, in order to find a way to dig Brother General Sunder out of hiding and get him onto the battlefield where they can kill him in a straight-up fight. Not only will this provide the resistance with a morale boost, but also with a uh, tactical victory and strategic victory, since the general is, if nothing else, competent at what he does. But of course, the first thing they will need to do is dig into the hole where Brother General Sunder is hiding, and to do so, they had to find a way into the Arcology of Gundertown. This they did with a certain amount of mixed success. While they were able to establish, uh, or discover, or purchase a way in, that way was discovered before they could quite clear the entrance, and as such, they were left without a guide who could get them through the bowels of the underworks of the Arcology. Thus they got lost, thus they stumbled into a secret hospital, laboratory, some place where patients are kept, where locks on the doors are outside of the patient's room, where no medical information is stored in the same room as the patient's, and where one Aria Callus, hello, woke up and discovered that she was not where she thought she had been a moment earlier. She also discovered that she knows more about computers than she did when she fell asleep. The Vanguard were unsure of what to do about her, precisely, but ultimately decided that it would be safer to take her along with them, rather than leave her to whatever fate the uh, masters of the underground laboratory had in store for her. Afterwards, they managed to find a staff locker room and some medical scrubs that they could put on to at the very least not draw as much attention as their civilian clothes suitable for regular Sopranos would bring them. And while they then found a staircase that brought them up to the main level of the Arcology, that is not where we are going to pick up. No, we are going to pick up back in Los Rios, where Johnny Alpha is... Uh, finishing up taking care of the remnants of the uh, garrison that had attempted to hold the auto farms surrounding the city. I will say at the moment you are in your mech when you receive a call from an unknown channel. I answer the call. It is a video call, but the image that appears on the screen is of a completely green woman's head. Like, artificially green. And uh, what she says when 
You answer the call is, uh, hello, this is Johnny Alpha. Uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, you don't look well. Oh. Well, uh, uh, green. Uh, it is my default setting. I could appear to you in human colors if you would prefer. Oh, yeah. All right, she does so, and uh, the green switches to pale white. Her hair turns black. She appears to be of Asian descent, uh, Chinese specifically. However, her eyes are still so green that they practically glow. I am Dimu. I am the non-human person in charge of the Metal Star, and therefore the person responsible for the well-being of the Vanguard. I believe that you met them yesterday. Yeah, they seem nice. Yes, I believe well, so, too. Two of them seem nice. How would you like to improve the percentage? I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wait, you want me? Uh, just, okay. Sure, I've done all I can here. We have the food now. You seem like you would be better suited to grander things. The goal of the Vanguard is to unite all the planet against the harmonic hegemony. Overthrow the system entirely. If you are ready to liberate the entire planet and rather not and not simply your corner of it, then we would be happy to have you. I mean, yeah, um, killing more of these bastards sounds like a great idea. Good. However, if you wish to catch up with your comrades, uh, there is a bit of a difficulty. According to my senses, they have entered the arcology of Gundertown, and that is not an easy building to infiltrate. However, since you are alone, I do have one idea of how you can do so. Gray, I've just got a question. Go ahead. What's an arcology? In response, the uh, image switches to a picture of the Gundertown arcology. It is this gigantic pyramid-like structure, although uh, it's a bit more organic than that, not straight lines, but rather sort of curving upwards to a point. And she explains, an arcology is a large, self-sustained community which is all housed within a set of walls. If it is well constructed, then no one who is inside will ever have to leave, uh, whether out of desire or necessity. It is also very well protected, a veritable fortress from which the Treble overlords are able to reside in safety and comfort as they oppress your soprano siblings. Those bastards. Okay, yeah. However, there is a small weakness here, and the image zooms in on the peak of the arcology. Now, I will admit it is not much of a weakness. In order to reach it, you will need to drop down from near orbit 
and land precisely on this point. Furthermore, you must be going at terminal velocity in order to travel fast enough to move between the frames of the cameras that are looking upwards. As such, I will outfit you with a kinetic damper. It will absorb the energy of you falling upon this peak, at which point you will be able to use it as a weapon and expel that energy outwards. Sadly, it is only good for one use. So be careful where, where you point it. Right, let's do this. Where are we dropping? <laughs> From above. And as she says that, you see just uh, from the panels that show you the exterior of your mech, this shimmer coming from above you as this great big silver wing that is hovering above you turns off its cloaking field and appears as if from nowhere. Okay. And with that established, I'm going to say this. Namtab, it is now up to you as to when precisely you want to join the rest of the party. When you do so, you may interrupt at any point and say that you fall or jump out of a vent. You're also going to be provided with an outfit that is suitable for within the arcology, but the nature of that outfit is also going to be up to you. Okay. Alright, and with that settled, we move to the Arcology. You had just emerged out into the main floor of the Arcology, and you see that the view from the inside is vastly different from the view from the outside. For one thing, the immense windows covering the exterior walls are much easier to see through from the inside. From the inside, they appear to be nothing less than crystal clear glass that allows all of the sunlight, all of the blue sky to shine inside and light up the interior as if there were no walls at all. And the interior itself is bright and colorful. The main color being white, but uh, strong accents of sky blue and verdant forest green also fill the atmosphere around you. And much of that green, in fact, is coming from the many trees, plants, flower beds, uh, fields of grass, and other greenery that has been imported to fill this building. And it is far greener inside, in fact, than it is outside, since outside it is a desert atmosphere. And you note quite quickly that none of the desert plants, as beautiful as they are, in their own way, have any appearance at all within the interior of the Arcology. Whatever sort of climate they are simulating for the people inside is very obviously not one that is native to the area. 
Something else you note right away is that security forces, police, are nowhere to be seen. Having gotten past the checkpoints at the front door, the security measures seem to have gotten uh, quite lax. Uh, if you've made it this far, then obviously you're supposed to be here, seems to be the impression. While you have no doubt that there are certain security measures in place, they are invisible. Whereas security outside is uh, as obvious as a uniformed officer at every major intersection. And checkpoints at certain strategic locations that are just there to hassle people and make sure they understand that they are being watched. Neither such impression is visible inside. And while you are getting second looks from the people walking around you, after that they are uh, ignoring you entirely. A group of people dressed up in scrubs is unusual, clearly, but not to the point where anyone is going to call the police. Or watch you carefully. We'll get weird looks, but we won't get weird second looks. Something like that. So, let me get this straight. You drive giant robots, and you're here to kill the Brother General? Probably not here. Don't don't discuss it up here. Well, okay. I, I would have... want to establish who fucking told her that, because it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Probably okay, the idiot. Can... Connor, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to Connor over there, and never seen this much green in one place. All right, Connor, what have we discussed about one, indoor voices, and two, not disclosing secrets to total strangers, especially secrets that would get us killed. I don't think we've ever discussed that, actually. We explicitly have discussed it. The policy is that. don't do either. I'll try to remember it this time. Connor will not remember this. <laughs> What's Connor's fucking fake name? Um, that's a good question. Neither of you uh, wrote it down. Nobody wrote uh, the fake no, name it's, down. It's, they're, they're up in the chat somewhere. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm not finding it. I'm finding apes. Yeah, I'm mine's Lloyd mine. Collins. I remember that one because that's a name I, are, I keep in my head almost always because oh. nightmares. Calvin Hunt. Calvin Hunt. Calvin Hunt. There you are. Yeah, because it's, ah, yeah. it's um right after where um I rolled, so it's kind of blended into my roll. Yeah, Dalton Coriance, Calvin Hunt, and Floyd Collins. I think Arya just thinks those are your names. I intend for you to think that's just my name. I intend for everybody to think that's just my name, except for the two people who are already here. That is honestly just your name now. Cool. Don't dead name me in front of the science experiment, please. <laughs> I resent that statement. And incidentally, one other point, Aria, now that you are up onto the surface, you are seeing other things that are triggering these memories, this knowledge that you did not realize you had. You are seeing holographic window displays, and you know the model number of the hologram 
and you can guess with a fair amount of certainty which programming language was used to create the hologram. You are seeing people use personal devices, and just from the shape of the case and the number and position of the cameras, you can figure out at least which uh, manufacturer and around which generation the item is from a glance. Okay. Do I note it? Note any any sort of security system? You do spot several security camera, I want to say cones, that are placed in very discreet locations in order to make them as invisible as possible, but give them as wide a coverage as possible. Okay. You think you could figure out a few blind spots in the coverage if you put your mind to it. Okay. You are also aware that uh, cameras like this would not have audio pickup. Okay, that's good. Um, I will, I point, I, well, I, I kind of like subtly uh, men- point out the cameras or like mention them. And then, of course, um, Connor is going to look directly at them. <laughs> Hold on. I want to leave this to a flat d20. No, oh, not a flat d20. I'm gonna do it on. I'm gonna do it with one whatever dis- the difficulty thing is called. One difficulty. So. Although I don't think I don't think looking at a camera is necessarily uh, suspect in and of itself. No. Okay. okay you t- succeed. I see. Uh, on a twelve, I actually don't look directly at it. Wow, Praise the fucking lord. Proud <laughs> yeah, You worked on a game show. You have camera discipline. Yeah. Ah. Oh, I could have just rolled that straight then if I had re- remembered that I had... Uh... Yeah, okay. I need to remember things about the, the profession that I have chosen for my previous era in life. Hey, DM, what kind of clothes are all of the not-us people wearing? Well, from a simple glance, what you can tell is that there are a lot of cuts and colors. There's a certain amount of variety on display here that you did not witness outside in the Soprano area of Gundertown. But if you want to sort of analyze any, any fashion trends, then you would need to roll for that. Or considering that you essentially have a blank check, you might just want to find a clothing store and presumably whatever they have in here is going to be acceptable for wearing. And that's probably the move. Yeah. Yeah, in order to look less suspicious. Okay, however, three people in... four people in scrubs walking into a clothing store is also going to look a little bit weird. So we're going to need to find a place nearby a clothing store to ditch the scrubs, duck in, shop, and get out. We have clothing on under the scrubs? You could also have one person buy on everyone's behalf. 
Yeah, that. Did you that, did you take all of your clothes off when you put the scrubs mm-hmm. on? Well, they're not, they're not really designed to be worn over other clothing. And I don't have I don't really have anything else except a hospital gown, which is uh, less desirable. <laughs> Incidentally, you did you did not find shoes with the scrubs. Oh, mm. okay, cool. I'm barefoot. Yeah, I got those uh, hospital grippy socks on. <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of keeping her boxed up a bit so that people don't see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we've all seen Shawshank Redemption. How often do you really notice another man's shoes? <laughs> anyways, anyways, let's get normal local clothes. Yes. So one of the gadgets I took is um, is a proso collar that I'm saying was like cybernetically implanted. That's a, a, a collar like device that allows that projects a holographic image to disguise your face against like cameras and, and stuff and people far away. Uh, would that trip the cameras? I, I, I'm not saying it's active, but if it were, would they see like, oh, that person is like obfuscating their features? In large part, that depends on whether the cameras are actively monitored or whether they have monitoring software. And that's not a question I am going to answer for you. Okay, I won't uh, activate it, even if I know if I even know how it. I have yeah, a question. I would think that's going to like disguise my voice later, but I'm not using it now. Yes, Abe. Do we have money? Yes. Okay. As I mentioned in the last session. Uh, one of the things Dimu has been doing over the past few centuries in order to prepare for this revolution is embezzle. Essentially, she has been using a variety of underhanded tricks in order to game the system and accrue vast quantities of, let's just call them credits. Why not? Basically, we're not going to have to worry about money this campaign. Hey, right. Money. Much like a lot of campaigns on this podcast. Until it's such time as it becomes interesting to have to worry about money. Exactly. (laughs) You can't buy everything with money. But everything you can buy with money, you can buy. Deep. Who's going to do the clothes buying? Right, well, Amnesiac Patient is out. Um, (laughs) Connor is likely to be recognized, so Connor is out, so I think it comes down between you and me, Kat. Do you want to go for it, or shall I? Hmm. I figure it's going to be a question of, you are probably going to wind up dressing us all, like, subtly military, because you have a pretty heavy military background, and I am going to dress us like subtly high society because that's my background also if they like for some reason somebody like recognizes you you have a decent explanation of why you're here because you are you know minor royalty i guess it's assuming news hasn't gotten minor about. noble <laughs> minor yeah. nobility minor important minorly important assuming you know news hasn't gotten around of your disappearance slash defection untimely demise yeah yeah aren't we technically like AWOL or or KIA at this point I think they're just like oh well they died oh well at this point MIA would probably be the most likely okay MIA 
I think they're probably more TLA. concerned with finding the robots. That's a new one for me, Bobbin. What? TLA? TLA? Three-letter acronym? Fuck off. I'm buying us close. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move this shit forward. I TLA didn't was a rhythm and was a rhythm and blues band in like the 90s, right? <laughs> Shut up, I buy clothes. <laughs> I, think you, I think you're thinking of ELO. No. Are, are you sure? I don't think I can pay you back. Well, we have all the money in the world. Don't worry. Uh, okay. I, I just feel bad, you know. You all find somewhere to hide. I'll be right back. And I go buy us clothes. All right. Now let's spend 30 minutes acting this out. <laughs> let's not. Well, Please I will no. say at the very least that the shop you find is named Urban Melodies. Nice. In keeping. I, uh, I feel a sense of relief stepping inside of it that I will not communicate to the rest of the group at any point. And, uh, just a little extra background, especially because this is not your first time in an Urban Melodies. It is an upscale clothier, a chain which has locations in a variety of arcologies and other high-class areas of the planet. And incidentally, it is owned and operated by one of the Harmonic Choir, someone you know of as Sibling Captain Ashley Montello. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is quite obvious because Ashley is, among other things, the very first model you see upon entering the shop. And incidentally, they have uh, various pictures of them in both men's and women's clothing. Hey, for like a hot second there, I started to panic because I thought I was like, wait, like in person? <laughs> no, no, oh. no, no. In holographic form. Okay. Eh. There's just a face that I have likely seen a dozen times in, well, more than a dozen times in my life inside and outside of all kinds of shops. Oh, so, yes. Uh, again, I just... Despite the circumstances, I breathe a little bit easier being in here. But I am on a timetable and people are waiting for me, so no time to linger. All right. I got everybody sized up before I came in and I know how to shop for people. I know what looks good on people's bodies. So I shop accordingly. Alright. So do we want to describe what sort of outfits we end up with, or shall we simply genericize it as being upper middle class or lower upper class and move on from there? I'll leave that up to the other people at the table. If they want to I do think, it, we can do uh, it. I think Kat should decide what everyone's outfit looks like. They <laughs> no. <bought> Don't <laughs> make me come up with so much when I'm tired. I, I, <laughs> Alan's usual uh, sense of fashion is buying like the six pack of Hang's t-shirts and some khakis <laughs> and just be done with it. 
So yeah. anything you can do is an improvement for Alan, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think Connor is like, like, I'm not going to describe what Dalton buys for him, but like, I'm pretty sure like with what you described generally, Bobbin, Connor actually kind of likes it. It's upscale enough that he doesn't feel lesser while wearing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say for uh, Alan that uh, you do in fact end up getting khakis and a button-down shirt. You've never worn khakis so sharply creased. <laughs> you like I could shave with these. <laughs> when the um, the assistant at the store sold the the shirt, they were very insistent that you must never button the top two buttons of the shirt. <laughs> Absolute fashion disaster if you do so. <laughs> but yes, clothing acquired. I should at this point perhaps remind you of one of your bonus objectives for this mission, which was specifically assigned to Loxley but can be accomplished by anyone and is to secure a supply of food and drinks for the Metal Star. You have not had an opportunity to really do so before, considering where you've been, but if any place on this island is going to have a good supply of food and beverages, it's going to be inside this arcology. Okay, but like a supply. Now, when you say supply, do you mean like get a large amount or do you mean like set up a set up a delivery because yes uh excuse me do you deliver to large underground metal structures you imagine that you're that you won't be able to have the delivery taken directly there but from what you've seen uh demu has enough automated systems available that if it were dropped off in the middle of nowhere it could be picked up and taken the rest of the way I mean, that's still suspicious, but I suppose I can work with it. Right. And yeah, that, that is another good point. The auto farms have been liberated, as Namtab says in the chat. And uh, at the very least, that can get you some staples. However, if you want like finished plate-ready food, that's certainly going to be easier to find here. Okay. Suppose we can finagle that, you know. Uh, break into a secure facility. Assassinate a higher-up general. Get some McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. I knew it. So you want me to do that now, or? Well, it's a policy in this system that uh, if there is no real penalty for failing, then you automatically succeed at whatever you do. And okay. I will say. You're not going to get all the way to, hey, smuggle this food for me, okay, for free. But I can at the very least tell you that when you start searching around for food, you find two places that come up as very obvious sources. And I say two places and obvious because they are, in oh, fact... There's a Whole Foods and a Costco. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, there's a Publix over there, too. Okay. 
we have options. You're closer than you might think, but you do find two grocery stores on opposite sides of a single plaza. One of them is Colonial Moe's, and the other one is Food Holes. Shut the fuck up. So, do they have this type of establishment outside of the arcology? No, you're not familiar with any of the store brands that you've been seeing. Or like a, 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 the concept of a grocery store? Oh, God, the concept of a grocery store is something that you are familiar with, certainly. Okay. I right. mean, you're probably more likely to be familiar with open-air markets for mm-hmm. food acquisition, but certainly a space full of food that you buy is not a foreign oh, concept. Yeah. In the far-flung future, there is only HelloFresh. <laughs> I, I, I was, I'm just trying to get a handle of how exactly how impoverished we are. All right, so now you started off strong with Colonial Moe's, but then you sat Food Hole in front of me, and I can't pass up Food Hole. <laughs> oh, God. That, that is plural. Food Holes. Food Hole. Okay. That makes it so, less hold appealing. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to oh, know, no. is the spelling H-O-L-E or W? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and... As soon as, as soon as you go up to the door, you see, oh, now I get it. Because all of the food is in wall nooks, in baskets, in floor freezers and refrigerators. Basically, any sort of receptacle that could be at any point described as a hole. This what the fuck? seems it's- highly inefficient, but what I the respect fuck? the maintaining of a brand. All right, so I guess I just gotta find somebody. I don't want to like walk up to a cashier and ask us, but like I'll, I'll try to find management or something. I'm not sure. All right, and again, this is not really difficult in any way. But yeah, you you go up to the cashier and ask about customer service. You go to the customer service rep and ask about management, and eventually you find yourself. Uh, sat in a back office room with two people behind the desk. They have the kind of smiles on their face that you wish did not exist. It's <laughs> the best way I can put it. Okay. Uh, it's, it's like the people who smile but don't understand that smiling also is like the whole face, so they just bare their teeth. Well, uh, allow me to embody the characters here. Uh, so it is one man and one woman. Uh, they're both sharing a space behind a, a fairly wide custom-made desk. You're not sure if it's real wood or a very well-made synthetic variant, but uh, uh, as you sit down, they smile at you and say, Hi, I'm Sam, and I'm Sam, and we're the Greenbergs, and we own this uh, food holes location. How are you today? I'm grand. Um, I wanted to talk to you about a routine uh, food delivery of basic staples like rice, dried beans and such 
Oh, well, I hate to be the one to disappoint you, but unfortunately our location does not offer deliveries into the wider area of Soprano. So sorry to say that. I mean, we would love to do so, but you know, our rivals over in Colonial Mo's, they're the ones who handle outside deliveries of that sort. Uh, but of course, it's uh, not because we don't want to. No, of course, it's not because we don't want to. It's because we can't. It's a a matter of an exclusivity contract signed between them and certain outside partners who are looking to redistribute the food that we bring to this arcology. You understand, don't you? It, it's a matter of uh, outreach, availability. Exactly. It, we would love to do it, but our hands are tied. Well, I certainly understand that, and I apologize for taking up your time. Oh, but don't think that, uh, well, we wouldn't expand our operation if we had the opportunity. Of course not. We would love to expand to new markets, uh, reach new people, new opportunities for business and other such experiences. But you understand the competition, so long as it's out there, standing in the way. Yes, as, as soon as the competition was gone, then obviously any sort of arrangements that they had reached with outside individuals would be rendered null and void. And then at that point, we would have full liberty to provide you with whatever you need and whatever quantities and locations you desire. Assuming something happens to the competition, of course. Of course. Character, did I just get asked to conduct industrial espionage? Close. You were asked to conduct industrial sabotage. Okay. I feel like these aren't good businessmen or smart people in general because they just like that is not something you ask a complete stranger out of the blue to do <laughs> why what makes them think I am even capable of this did I accidentally come wearing several guns <laughs> probably I will say that they didn't they explicitly did not ask you to do this They've simply informed you that there is something in the way, and between you and uh, a business deal with these two, and that if that s obstacle was removed, then the business deal could move forward. This is a uh, very wink-wink, nudge-nudge, plausible deniability. You'll never hold us, you'll never get us in court for this kind of thing, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. And to be fair, you did just come up to them and ask them for a fairly sizable amount of resources. I, well, I mean, I we're, we're leaving pay for it. Yeah, we're we're leaving the numbers out of this depiction, but uh, let's just say that they are aware of how much resources you have at your disposal, and that was when they broached the idea of you doing something about the competition. All right, I can I can roll with this. Well, that is certainly a shame, but if something were to change and um, your competition were to be 
suddenly no longer in an exclusive market such as this. Perhaps discount on future deliveries could possibly be up for negotiation. Oh, absolutely. I can assure you that whatever contract you wish to sign with us for this delivery, provide adequate recompense for any difficulties you may have in reaching an, an agreement with us. Oh, absolutely. And might I say that, well, our issue is not with the larger brand of Colonial Moe's, but rather with the management thereof. Yes, uh, Miss Flint is not the most uh, courteous of rivals that we've ever had. Indeed. I see. Well, uh, again, I thank you very much for your time. I will take my leave, and if the situation with your rivals should happen to change in the future, please do get in contact with me. I'd love to do business. Absolutely. I'm... I am winking when I say this. It's just so that is clear. Mm hmm And it's rather creepy because the, they both wink at you simultaneously from the, like, the inward eye. Like, the woman's on the left blinks her right eye. The man on the right blinks his left eye simultaneously. Okay. That's cool. I'm going to stand up, uh, shake hands, and exit the store. And when I get back to the main group, I'm just going to, like... I think I may have just made a deal with some manner of grocery devil. Uh, when you get back, you see uh, Connor talking to uh, Arya and saying... And then I said, I don't care how important you think you are, get me your manager. And that's when I learned that acting important is more important than actually being important. Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, Arya nods emphatically and then looks over at you with a pleading expression. <laughs> <sighs> I clearly haven't been listening to any of it. <laughs> just got like airpods in <laughs> Connor has not noticed uh, so do you think we have time for a little bit of a side project hmm. I'm still not entirely clear what our main project is uh, reconnaissance also I guess I'm part of us now at least until we get you out of here and then you can mm. go your own way I even can. So, what? What is? What is our side project? Well, we need to uh, remove um, the management of Colonial Joe's. What? This Colonial Moe's with an M. Oh, Moe's. Okay. Let's pretend I said Colonial Moe's instead. So. Who asked me to set up a supply line for basic foodstuffs? And the fine entities over at Food Hole have offered us 
a nice discount on that supply line if we can remove the management at Colonial Nose. Remove? Pinch the bridge of my nose. Well, they did not specifically say kill. And honestly, how hard can it be to fright uh, upper management out of a job? It's surprisingly easy. Then I will allow you to take point. First of all, what I would like is a head count. Who exactly is entering the Colonial Moes? I'm going in, but I'm not going to like interact with the management. I'm just going to watch and see what happens. <laughs> Ari would probably stay, do whatever Dalton does. I was actually thinking I would hang around outside and make sure Aria was fine. Okay, yeah, because Dalton is the first person she saw when she woke up. Is oh, that right? No. I, oh, oh no, you imprinted on me. <laughs> <laughs> like a duck. You're at least the nicest person here. <laughs> I told you to sit down and I was reaching for my gun the whole time. I'm definitely the <laughs> nicest one in the room. I mean, have you seen <laughs> that the other one's one? really annoying? And that okay. one keeps talking about murder in vague terms. So <laughs> winner by default. Yeah. So here's the thing. Connor was the nicest person. And then they got to know Connor. <laughs> All right. And I will say, as you enter Colonial Moe's, you very quickly realize what the latest food trend is. It is the all-fish diet. This includes several tanks full of live fish, uh, several ice-laden tables with cuts of fish on them, but it also includes ham sandwiches cut into the shape of fish and french fries that are advertised as having been boiled in fish oil. That sounds awful. I guess their hair is, must be really shiny then. How much fish oil does it take to fry french fries? Jesus Christ. A lot. Uh, Connor will go in, look around, and uh, see how long it takes for someone to interact with him. Uh, there are also a number of canned tuna and whale meat sections. And I will say that no one approaches you just from walking into the building. While it is still upscale, a grocery is generally a place where you look for what you want and only start asking questions when you don't find it. The people that the staff would serve are the kind of people that send people out to do the grocery shopping for them. As Kat mentioned earlier, believe in text. So Connor will go up to uh, someone and goes, Hello, tell me, who owns this fine establishment? Uh, that would be uh, Miss Flint. I would like to speak to this Miss Flint, please. Okay, I think she's in her office. Uh, what do you need to see her about? That's between her and me, my friend. Show me the way. Okay. Uh, you are shown the way. Knock on the door. I do that thing where I knock and then I enter before I'm uh, invited in. I will say this, the store helper that you led the way is, knocks on the door, but uh, 
before they can open it, you just sort of shoulder check them out of the way, open the door, <laughs> and you see it. A very well-dressed woman, uh, visually in her 40s, wearing a slightly made-up outfit, comfortable enough to work in, but uh, fancy enough to be presentable. You must be Miss Flint. Pleasure to meet you. Yes, I am Miss Flint. And who might you be? My name is Calvin Hunt, and I'm about to make you the deal of a lifetime and I will sit down without being invited across from her. She crosses her arms, but does not immediately tell you to leave. I would like to buy this fine establishment from you. Well, I never. You think you can just walk in here and ask a working woman to let go of her business just like that? I can if there's enough zeros attached. Honor, negotiation, king. <laughs> All right, I will say it's time to roll. All right, uh, can I use my celebrity background to just basically schmooze my way uh, into an accuracy dice? I would say at best that will cancel out the difficulty die that you would also be getting for bum-rushing this woman. Okay, fair enough. I don't think lead or inspire would apply here. No. So at this point, it's just a toss up between charm, show off or take control, which I think all are applicable and they are all the same number. So I'm just going to roll take control. All right. 21. All right. I will say that she does play hardball with you. She does bring up a lot of good points about the value of hard work, of owning your own establishment, of uh, all the intangibles that you get from running a business instead of just uh, buying and selling them. But uh, after each time you just press a button on the display you've got out for her and... The number just keeps going up. Yeah, the largest digit goes up by one each time. And uh, each time there's a bit more hesitation before she goes on about her spiel on uh, why she uh, wouldn't be inclined to just sell to a random walk-in. Until eventually uh, she sees the number, just stops, stares at it for a while, and finally just says, And of course there's also value in moving onwards and upwards in using liquid capital in order to build new businesses and new opportunities and ventures. So this is in installments, or...? Up to you. Whichever one you would prefer. In response, she just gives you an account number. <laughs> yeah, I'll set it up. Uh, we've, we've got effectively unlimited money and we're going to end up selling it to the other guys anyway, probably for quite a, fr at, at a huge fraction, but still. Yeah, uh, we'll sign the paperwork and get it done. All right, so Connor and Alan, you exit the uh, Colonial Mose 
with success and an electronic deed. What now? Hand it to Alan and say, try to get some of the money back. I know we have basically unlimited amounts of the stuff, but probably best not to just completely drain drain the well dry immediately. Wait, wait a second. We have tons of money. Why don't we just run the... And I, I, I say this like in a private place when... Uh, why don't we just run the store at the front? Keep everyone on. I assume the supply chains are the same. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. But we do need to minimize our physical presence here. Mm. That is also a fair point. I'm not suggesting we actually work at the grocery store. Well, we would need to hire someone and then we would need to physically check in at some point. There's people who work here already. We just need a new manager. Well, yes, but... I thought we were giving it new management. My motion at mm. food holes. Right, so it's like... it's. Do we want to have a front that we could use for things later down the line? Uh, or do we want to uh, just sell it and be done with it? Make a little money now and... Or make back most of the money, or... If the grocery demons are in charge of both stores, we would effectively have two supply lines, I would think. Well, we can get two supply lines out of this either way. It's just, do we feel like having a front would be useful in some capacity? And from what you said about those two, relying on them might not be the best idea. Connor is thinking the hardest Connor's ever thought in his fucking life. <laughs> no, I believe demons are bound by law, bound by their laws. <laughs> so they're unlikely to break this the agreement on their own. However, if we did commit a minor transgression that violates the agreement, of course they would uh, immediately screw us over. I am impartial about this whole arrangement. <laughs> Do you actually think they're demons? I don't know if they're demons, but I'm not certain that they're entirely human either. Arya is looks very incredulous. My God, are you serious? By the way, during this whole exchange, I spent two minutes during Connor's negotiation to go inside and get one of those like dark chocolate oranges. I came out. Ooh. I've just been munching on one of those and like holding it out to Arya to take a piece. Ah, thank you. Just like, I'll eat a piece, hold it out so she can take a piece, just Aww. sharing one. The rapper uh, proudly proclaims that it is infused with omega-3 fatty acids. <laughs> oh. They've just ruined a perfectly uh. good snack. Can I taste oh, no. it? <laughs> No, that the fatty acids do not carry the fish smell. It's okay. it's just it oil. oily. Okay, so it, it's a very oily chocolate. Oh, so it's Hershey's. Chocolate mm. itself is oily. That's fair. by nature. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever uh, fucked up and split your chocolate before, but there's a lot of oil in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. 
But yeah, it, it does taste like a little bit off, but only if you've ever had chocolate before. And it certainly doesn't smell uh, fishy, so there's that. Okay. Have I had chocolate before? You tell me. It's not available in every corner market. I mean, especially in a desert. Oh, yeah, it's probably not super available. So probably not. I may not have. This is really good. Thank you. Well, it's too much to eat in one sitting, and we can't exactly take it with us for this next stage. So mm. thank you for sharing with me. Yeah, of course. Connor is still thinking very hard. It looks like it hurts. <sighs> All right, here... I feel like having a front would be a useful thing going into the, towards the, in the future, but we can do that different by different means later if we want that. Right now, I'm just going to sell sell the store to the demons and be done with it, and we can move on because we have wasted too much time with this little venture. Oh, thank God! I was starting to get a headache. I was going to ask. You seem like you were having a little bit of a nosebleed there. Great. If we could uh, find a security station or something, uh, I bet I could uh, tap into the, the cameras. I just kind of like I, I was kind of like gormlessly staring into the middle distance because I had completely disengaged from this decision. And then you say that and my head just swivels to you. <laughs> what? I know all this stuff about electronics now. I may as well use it. This is the first time you've said anything yeah. about that, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I'm oh, oh, this is the first. Okay, then, uh... You're an accountant. Uh, did I not mention... Uh, no, you did not. So... I seem to have an instinctive and intuitive understanding of electronics now, since I woke up. Concerning, but oh. also useful. Sorry. Right. Now let's not leave any hanging threads here. So, quick resolution: you you go back to the food hole demons, make the sale, make the arrangements, come back out. This conversation is happening. Yeah. Yep. Makes That's sense. done. We'll never interact with these characters again. <laughs> Surely. We'll see. Beloved fan characters, though, now. We're having shirts made. <laughs> I got. Their names are Sam and Sam. I got my soul forcibly removed at food holes, but I got a hell of a deal on Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> okay. Well, that might have something to do with the medical procedure you underwent. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We may be able to look over that once all of this is done. For now, we need to keep our eyes on the prize. Yeah. Wad up the wrapper for the orange and throw it away. <sighs> Let's you go. know that had fish oil in it, right? Everything in that store had fish oil in it. Even the fish oil. Then my hair will be extra nice for the next week. 
Let's go mm. find the Brother General. Fish oil capsules had little capsules of fish oils in them. <laughs> Yo, dog, I heard you like fish oil. I saw that, and I just had to stare at it for like three minutes. I haven't heard kind of a yo dog in <laughs> actual years. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> so sneaking mission. This is what I can give you for free, is that Jean-Luc would be aware that at the top of the Arcology is an apartment complex that basically fills the top few floors of the pinnacle. And in particular, there are several apartments, whole apartments, that are set aside for VIP visitors. And a brother general would most certainly qualify for that, especially since the top apartment complex also has its own separate independent security system, which is several degrees stronger even than the one that protects the rest of the arcology. It would be subtle background security systems, much like the rest of the arcology, but you're certainly aware of them. You were briefed on them during one of your stays in an arcology in that complex, in a different building, different continent, but same idea. However, the thing that I cannot give you is just a security station. Low-profile security means you need to find it first. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. It does not necessarily have to be you who finds it. Anyone can take point on this, and yeah. if someone else assists, they can give them an accuracy die. I literally have a skill called spot. Sounds appropriate. Okay. I shall roll my skill. Go ahead and take an accuracy. I'll be helping you out because I'm familiar with the geometry of this kind of building. Okay. So plus one accuracy. I have pushed the dice button. I got an 18. Okay. Well, Good finding the state. Yeah, finding the station is not too terribly difficult. However, unlocking it and accessing the secure information within it, that is going to be a harder roll. I don't think it's worthy of risky, but it is worthy of difficult, which means that you will start with a difficulty die. However, because of her background, the chip in her brain, Arya gets an automatic accuracy die which will cancel oh. out that difficulty. Okay, so is that just a straight hack or fix roll? Yes. Okay. Hack or fix does include computer hacking. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, I'm just played in this system before it. Oh. Uh, that oh, no. seems... That seems wrong. You've, you rolled a natural one. Oh, yeah. That's really unfortunate. I'm sorry. Oh, man, that's... Okay. You try all of the default passwords, all of the most commonly used passwords, 
but uh, none of them work before the uh, station locks. <sighs> okay. Uh, do I know anything about like protocols for when a station locks? Like what would then happen? Not necessarily. Okay. It would probably be good to look inconspicuous and just sort of walk away into a public area. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, we're leaving. The station is locked. Helen started walking away as soon as the like failure screen popped up. Okay. Yeah. That didn't Sorry, that one what now. Yeah, fuck it. I appear on it. I I appear from an external vent a couple of floors up. Which is lower a rope, sure. All right, all of the rest of you hear just this loud, obnoxious clang as a uh, air vent opening just falls from the high ceiling above you onto the floor. Ah. You look up at where it comes from and you see a familiar face staring out at you. Right. Oh god damn. Uh, oh my god, I just got the password wrong. I didn't I didn't think that <laughs> someone would come so quickly. What is the intersection of confused and annoyed? <laughs> Frustrated. Annoyed. Exasperated. Exasperated works, yeah. Uh, Arya thinks that this has happened because of the password lockout or the station lockout. <laughs> Ow. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Connor's like, oh, hey, that's neat. Like, hey, Johnny. <laughs> what? Wait, what? How? I can't hear you on several floors up. Excellent question. Well, wait, where where exactly? Yeah, where is Namtap? Uh, I am popping from an external vent uh, about three or four stories up, sure. Oh, stories. Yeah, or the roof, oh. which if Bobbin lets me. I, I will say that um, just looking at the image I've got for you, there's that one just sort of gigantic tunnel with the tall ceilings that are like two or three stories tall. And so you, you just emerge from like one of the ribs between them. Okay. So, yeah, you got to speak up, but you don't have to shout. Uh, yeah, came. Came in from the roof. Um, the password was password, but with a zero instead of an O. Huh. Connor internally, like, worries because that's exactly his password. <laughs> For everything. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. That's the kind of password an idiot has on his luggage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I was <laughs> trying to channel. <laughs> I just do like a quick signal for Johnny to like get out of the vent and get behind something and then I'll power walk over to the nearest stairwell, get up to where he's at. What? What's happening? Who is that? It's not a cop? Uh, I've One of ours. I've lowered a rope for you to get. <laughs> yeah, there's no staircase that leads precisely to his position. You, you could get to the uh, platform above the tunnel, but uh, currently he is somewhat concealed. He is between those ribs that are supporting the uh, the hallway. If you're wondering what I 
War, I think it'd be probably in character for me to have knocked out a guard and stolen his uniform at some point. Yeah, like I've said, it's they're low profile, but they do exist and they can be knocked out. I love to leave loose ends laying around. Well, if I can't get up to him, he has to come down here to us. Well, that's why he's produced a rope. It's a rope, just come up. I'm not gonna fucking scale a wall up into an air vent when I'm dressed as a regular person who belongs here. That's that's on you then. I just want to like picture that as you're having this conversation about not looking conspicuous, you are screaming two stories (laughs) of a building at a guy who has come out of a vent with a rope. (laughs) And currently the guy is not visible from anywhere except directly beneath. So everyone else just sees you shouting at a rope. I'm not actually, okay, this is not my character voice, (laughs) so I'm not actually yelling at anybody. Well, yelling aside, everything else about that situation is true. And so, yeah, the the longer you linger here, the more conspicuous you get. They're not guarding the fence, guys, come on. All right, listen. We need a distraction because it's going to be very obvious that people are climbing up the side of this building. Anyone have any ideas? Uh, What have I got? Got grenades. No! Less. Less of a distraction. <laughs> Doesn't Connor want to make a scene? I, I could. Can we, like, scene, yeah. set off the fire alarm or something? Just one. Yeah, think of the gorilla. I'm trying to think of, like, what I could. I guess. Charm? Just, like, start think of like how I would how I would use this. Uh I have a really dumb idea. Okay, go for it. I'm I'm now sometimes in malls there's like a piano set up and people will play it. You know they'll pay people to play it. Like in fancy malls. Yes. Maybe there is just like a piano. I could use I could do show off. That would be appropriate. Um, guys, people tend not to look up. As long as you get a little bit up, you should be fine. The the problem is the little bit up. So I'm going to prevent them from looking the little bit up. So I'm going to find one of those pianos. Just sort of like sit down and I'm going to start playing. And hopefully I'm good at pianos. This is the part where I learned if Connor has ever played a piano in his life or not. 14. Connor took a couple lessons, apparently. Connor goes full lounge musician. Yes. Yeah, we're 14, not full lounge musician, but... Connor was on uh, Celebrities Got Talent or something, so he's passable at playing the piano. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Bobbin, given that I'm high up, can I roll read a situation to, like, look for guards? There are cameras. There are no guards, there are cameras. Okay, look for subtext motives or threats in a situational person. So, not necessarily a person, but a situation. Well, like I said, if there's no consequences for failure, then you automatically succeed. So no, you do not get to roll. Oh, you'll never let me roll. And, fortunately, 
there is no camera that you can see from your position. I guess I'm also just looking for cameras that might spot, that seem to have a view of the rope as opposed to just me. Well, there's only so much you can do when you're up in the vent yourself. Okay, fair. But I will say that uh, for a 14 on the show-off roll, any sort of attention or heat you might be gaining will be going to Connor, and the rest of you will have the opportunity to climb the rope or be pulled up by Johnny, depending on your upper body strength. I got two in assault. I should have fairly, and I've been laboring all my life. Oh yeah, and you're also in the more advantageous position with far better leverage than someone climbing a rope would have. Hey, I'm fit as fuck. I can climb a rope. And climb yeah. ten ropes. I have two agility. I only have My muscles are atrophied. You were in that hospital for like a day, like three days. <laughs> Just shriveled up in that one day. Yeah. Office job, atrophied. I don't think that we know exactly how long, it, or do we? We do. Oh. It was in the report. Yeah. Now the major question here is, once everyone else is up into the vents. What does Connor do? Uh, collect tips. <laughs> dabs. He dabs. No. God, no. Connor has it in his contract that he never has to dab in his life. Connor had <laughs> uh, surgery that prevents him from dabbing, actually. <laughs> there, yeah. I guess Connor would just, like, stop playing after a while and then hopefully there's just like nobody looking as he climbs a rope because like I I I don't have anything all my triggers are purely for speaking and showing off and being a social bitch you wish I'd thrown the grenade now no I don't actually all you have is grenade everything looks like a soft target so I guess just a straight d20. Well, not a straight d20. I will be giving you a difficulty die. Okay. Alright, here's the part where I fuck up. Here's the part where I fuck up a lot. <laughs> that is a three. That is a three. Alright. Connor gets like two handholds up the rope falls on his ass decides fuck this takes his piano tip money and goes to look for the nearest bar <laughs> so Connor climbs up the rope more accurately uh, Johnny hauls him up uh, taking the rope with him you uh, coil it up and uh Unfortunately, the, the vent is just on the floor now, but the vent cover is on the floor now. There's nothing you can really do about that. But um, you don't hear any alarms. You don't see any sort of rushing security personnel or hear any sort of turrets winding up or anything like that. As far as you can tell, you have made it successfully into the ventilation system and can retrace Johnny's steps back into the upper reaches of the arcology. 
Awesome. Nothing went wrong. Hmm. Nothing went wrong. Lawless. Speaking of, while we were waiting for Connor to get here, once I was up in the air vent, what are you doing here? I would also like to know this, and I would like to add the amendum. How are you here? Oh, I was uh, I was in my robot, and um, a lady um, called a green lady, but then she became an Asian lady uh, called me, uh, and then she told me that you guys needed help and she gave me a kinetic danker and um told me to um uh, and then i got in a got on a, a wing and then and then i um jumped and used the thing to soften my landing and then i got in a vent and then i saw you guys incomprehensible have a nice day a little help i i'm struggling to get up like it's like it's like i just have to I just had to pull my myself up in, into the vent, like you see. Oh, I, I, you I, while like, I'm saying that, I'm also like pulling you up. Oh, you are stronger than you look. Yeah, um, dude, you know, physical labor since you're like eight, um, you'll be strong. Physical labor. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Arya. Hi, I'm Johnny. <laughs> Uh, it's nice to be you. Always weird. It's always nervous. It's a nervous moment when you introduce the pets to each other. <laughs> like, are they gonna get along? Are they gonna fight? Yeah, are they gonna kick the condescending asshole out of the vent? <laughs> yeah, lots not of in character, and you know it. <laughs> it's not I it's would not, not refer to Arya as a pet. Johnny, yes. Arya, no. <laughs> All right. And as you are making your way up into the heights of the Arcology, allow me to provide you, the players, with a quick refresher of the various approaches that might have an effect on Brother General Sunder. He is afraid of what a failure on the field would mean to his career. He believes that Soprano is a backwater that does not deserve his full attention. He has suffered a recent injury that has given him a case of pyrophobia. He was born as an upper noble and looks down on everyone below his particular lot in life. He runs sort of a side business of pillaging and looting, which uh, he gets less of when he is not personally in the field. And he has recently been the victim of a rumor campaign that uh, accuses him of being less than appropriately brave for a member of the Harmonic Choir. Yes, and our working plan at least for the moment is to find either Colonel Shatter or Major Break and convince them to make some kind of news statement uh, calling on Sunder to go out and prove his military medal 
to disperse with these uh, rumors once and for all to the entire Arcology and also all of Gundertown. And I have the names of a local talk reporter and a local producer for the local news organization to make that happen. Yes. I've, and I've also bought a, uh, a voice changer so that way if um, they do know about me, uh, then they won't know it is me. And in addition, one of the reasons that you are in the Arcology now is because you need the general to see it, and the general does not necessarily watch the local news. So you'll need to find some way to guarantee that a copy of this callout ends up on his desk. Even if you completely fabricate the, uh, the video in all other respects. Oh man, fucking, we get, we get one of those two guys I just named alone in a room, and Connor gets him, Connor faces all over him to get him to talk uh, honestly about his opinions, and then we take that recording back to the, uh, the news station and just play it. And then I guess Arya over here gets into the local, uh, like, TV control system and puts that broadcast on all the displays. Could we deep fake it? Deep faking it would be a good backup plan. We would still need like recordings of their voices in order to like synthesize. So if I go in and I talk to them and we can't convince them to like speak earnestly about what they think about the general then we can use those recordings to just like piecemeal something together I would imagine hmm if he's afraid of losing a battle we could tempt him with something that should be an easy sweep that he could then use to show how he's actually brave hey uh why, why did you guys keep your robots are they still at Still, uh, lost if you are asking if we brought the robots with us on this sneaking mission, no, we did not. No, no, no. I'm asking, what, are they are they still at Los Rios? You have robots? Um, no, they are between here and there. We left them a field. Um, well, so, so we while you were away, we took the auto farms and we um we drove the hegemony out. Um, so now we got the auto farms. Oh, but congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Um, so I'm not sure that they know that we did it. So if we want to tempt them into an easy battle, we could just uh, we could just say that there's been a, a farmer's rebellion, and he doesn't know there's robots. We're trying to kill him, right? Yes, and it's not a terrible idea. I will say that the location of the battle has been fixed at the start of the mission, thanks to your pre-mission efforts. But we can put that in context as to say that he gets ambushed as he is heading down towards the uh, the River Delta area. Right, yes. Yeah. Um, so what if we do th this call outpost, um, but sort of say, make him want to, 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 to do that? 
and then we ambush him on the way. Call him out for allowing something so important and yet easily defended to be lost. Yeah, and call him a bitch-ass motherfucker who's not going to go do it himself. I will add that uh, the auto farms are easily the most valuable resource on the island. The the only thing, though, is if... Although it's a great idea for me and I'm really happy with it, um, maybe we should distribute it a bit more discreetly than um, on national television. Oh, it would not be national. It would be confined entirely to this arcology and the rest of Gundertown. Could, so could you guys make the thing and then rather than like distributing it on TV, just like record it and then, I don't know, can, can, do what, can any of you disguise yourself as a mailman? Why not just deliver it to his house or to his apartment or whatever? The, the issue is that we need to apply social pressure. He, while he does not enjoy the thought of losing, he also... We need to give him a reason to leave his seat. And a private message would not be sufficient. But we're tempting him with with an easy victory. We need to target his pride. And his, in order to target his pride, as many people need, who can possibly see it need to see it. Hmm. This will not be widespread. If you are concerned that the eyes of trouble will become fixed on your town, I would not worry. Ah, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, um, you do the call out but leave out the bit about Lothrius, so call him a coward on TV, and then and then we let him know about the, uh, the, the the farms privately. So that that way, not only not only does he, not only is he called out on his pride, but he also has a, a, an anonymous tip on what may be an easy victory for him. Come to Los Rios Auto Farms in the next forty-five minutes if you want an ass kicking. Um, I, I was thinking more along the lines <laughs> of. Report just received. Auto farms lost. Defenses appear to be mostly farmers. This is your chance to earn some glory. Signed, I don't know, an anonymous. Um, un- signed an anonymous underling, or we could find an underling. I'm sure it's an underling. Oh, we could. If either shatter or break does have doubts, does wish for him to prove himself, we could feed him that information. I should add, uh, the one direct report you have skipped over is Colonel Cleave, who is in charge of the Southern Army Group, which includes the Los Rios area. If oh, he Los Rios is to the south? Yes. And so he could conceivably send a missive because he is not present. There is the risk that the real Cleave could also be sending a missive. So you may want to check on that before you commit. I could try to tap into some sort of telecommunications network and intercept any messages should they come in. 
yeah. I will say that if you can manage to break into General Sunders' private office, get onto his terminal, then at that point, Arya could fairly easily find an email from Cleve, doctor it to be what you want it to be, and then block his email address. So it, it, it sounds sounds like we're doing a, a, a sort of two-stage thing. So we need a we need a group who's going to sort of do the TV stuff or whatever it is, and then we need a group that's going to do the email stuff. The email stuff would come first. We need to give him a reason to speak. We need to give one of them a reason to speak, and then we need to record it and take that recording. Yeah, to but the television. What? The TV studio isn't in the arcology, it's outside. Right. You would also need to create some sort of link into the arcology to ensure that the general sees the video in question. So that is one more thing to do while you're here. But uh, the email task group that's breaking into the general's private quarters could certainly also do that while they're there. That is still a two-stage thing, or a two-part thing. Two-pronged thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think stage is a better way to... was the better word. Unless other people have images in their heads that I don't, I don't think the people who are going to talk to the television can leave until they have the recording. Well, I thought the people who were talking to the television were going to make the recording. Yeah, uh, just recording devices are easy enough to come by. So the the TV group are going to make the recording and take it there, and they're relying at the same time on email group getting into the relevant places, locking the email from Cleve, and setting up a direct link. So we've got Team Hacker, but at the same time we've got Team Record and Distribute. So it's two-pronged. We've very much made a complex plan. And I will say that both teams, if you do decide to do it simultaneously, and that that is certainly an option, but uh, at the moment you don't need to diverge because the General's entourage and Colonel Shatter and Major Break would all definitely be in the same apartment complex, just in different apartments. So all of you are currently heading in the right direction, regardless of which team you join. So is the plan to make the recording before or after the email? The email can be written any time, it's just typing. Like, it'd be short and in military language. Yep, and they could happen simultaneously. Like what you would need would be to like set something up on the general's station that will activate once the recording goes public. I think I see my order of operations here. Yeah, I think it's less team email and more team team technology and then team record. Okay. Why don't we just shoot him? (laughs) (laughs) Because then we die and we have killed one 
we have killed like the local warlord and the entire rest of Soprano and the entire rest of no, the no, 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 exists, no. and Demo has to wait another 500 years for people to Only fall into a new Only one world. of us will die, probably. <laughs> the rest will have a good head start. And then, and everybody's looking at game show. <laughs> Only one of us will die. I'd love to kill this guy, but if we can kill this guy and some of the bastards um, and some of the soldiers as well, even better. Okay, so if everybody could indulge me while I vocalize the plan, because I need this because I'm tired. Yes, okay. same. <laughs> we are, the plan is we are going to find either Break or Shatter, or both, and talk them into speaking honestly about Sunder. Mm -hmm. Hopefully get them to say he's being a coward, it's unbecoming of his station, he needs to go out and prove himself or work harder or something to that effect. We record this. Mm -hmm. Then we, we split into two teams. One team is going out with the recording to the local TV studio, and they're going to convince the producer to play this recording. Simultaneous to that, the other half of our party is staying in the Arcology to, number one, set up a fake email that is going to wind up on Sunder's desk, and number two, or simultaneous to, number two, the uh, recording being played on Sunder's personal television via hacking. And that will... The confluence of all of these events will ideally be a call-out post and a simple way to resolve the call-out post. And he can get up and get in his robot and go get fucking murked in the mountains. Just uh, one adjustment from what you said, which is that someone can set up a small program in order to force the general's TV to show the call-out after that team has left the Arcology. Yeah, I think what you hmm. said is mostly right, except when we're in the top of the Arcology in the private things, I think we would be doing the accessing Sunders thing and you guys and the other team doing Crush or Kill or whatever the names were. Basically, we'd be doing the stuff that needs to be done at the top of the building at the same time. And then, yeah. So we'd be splitting into two teams, basically, once we're up there. Okay, so the split happens at first. Technology team finishes everything while recording team is getting the recordings done. We all leave, and an autonomous program causes the email and the call-out post to wind up on his desk once we're gone. Yes. Yes. Uh, unless okay. we stay behind, which it sounds like we don't. So, yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I can write malware. It's good to have this all clear and well laid out. But now that it is... First things first, even before you break into teams, you need to get into 
what you now know is Skysite Apartments. Like the name of the co apartment complex is different in each arcology. In this case, it is Skysite Apartments. And even though you are going in through the vents, they do have a comprehensive security system, and that includes laser tripwires over the vent that leads into that section of the building. Uh, I have a candy gram here for general evil. Could we just spoof a pass and take the elevator? I suppose anyone's got act unseen or unheard. I do. I'm very small. And it's my Do any of you have items that can create a spoofable pass? I have magnetic shoes, emergency healing juice, and a biological undersuit. So no. I have a stealth hard suit. It depends on the it depends on what the, the, the form the pass takes, because I have a subjectivity enhancement suite, a protocoller, and a, and data plating. So like I could see the protocoller like creating the image of a of a a, Q, a QR code or something that makes the camera think, oh this is okay. I got grenades. Yes, and we're very know. proud of you. It's actually remarkable that you have not managed to blow yourself or something else up. Yeah. You see, so far. The, the trick to not blow myself up is to not pull the pins on them. Like this. No, no, no. no, no we, <laughs> you, you look at the grades. You don't touch the grades. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I was making a joke. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I was talking to Nate Tab. All the same. Hands behind your back, Connor. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even looking at them. I don't <sighs> care. Weapon safety is not a joke, Connor. I'm not even looking at them. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm staring at Connor again. <laughs> Bobbin, um, what do you say to my QR code prosocolor plan? Uh, what are the uh, items you called out exactly? I have a subjectivity enhancement suite, uh, a prosocolor, and data plating. And I was thinking, like, Depending on exactly how the passes work, I could use the prosocolor to like display an image that makes a camera think that I'm someone else, or like looks enough like a pass that when it scans, it it will like check out. Okay, a set of cybernetic implants allows users to hack systems without a rig. Yeah, so I can like extrude a, a USB from my finger or something. I, th I believe it would just be like wireless interface. Yeah. So good old fashioned, just waving your hand at the problem, Deus Ex style. I see. But yeah, with that in mind, it it wouldn't let you spoof something precisely so much as it would just let you gain administrator access and just bypass security entirely. So yes, that that is certainly an option. Cool. So I didn't even need to type in the password. I probably, at the, I mean, I probably don't even realize that I have these things at this point because they're all surgically implanted, right? Mm hmm. So, how do I how do I realize that I have wireless hacking technology? Well, it has been kind of odd, the uh, the HUD system just sort of appearing against your retinas. Ah. Uh. 
Um, I think I'm hallucinating. Oh, I got stims for that. No, no, that's fine. I'm seeing menus and numbers. This is the point where you realize that you haven't been hallucinating this whole time. This is a heads-up display. I'm seeing a heads-up display. Okay. Uh, I think I can use this to hack the security system. Nobody, nobody reacts at all to. Okay. Connor is too busy looking at his own reflection. I've literally <laughs> never le left my own visit. For all I know, lots of people have heads-up displays. <laughs> I will say that uh, the uh, interior system for the apartment complex, while an additional layer of security is not the strongest layer of security in the arcology, and so you can roll this as a regular up or down roll and add an accuracy die for your background. To 13. It is. And thank goodness, because you rolled a 6 on the d20. Dalton, I've hacked the security system. I'm still a little... I mean... Now... You... That's very... That's very expensive. Uh, just... Tech to just put in some random accountant. That's certainly higher-end implants than anything I'd heard of. So what you're saying is it's not normal for people to have HUDs? No. Do you have a HUD? No, I've got a, got a sword. Why did you bring that in here? Oh my god. How did you bring that in here? Okay, so now I can only imagine your character wearing like a trench coat and and seatbelts like Blade. <laughs> I can't... Kind of, like, Bobbin said the guards dress up subtly, but I still picture them all now wearing swords, so I blend in. <laughs> it's ceremonial. <laughs> I also have medium signature because no one told me I shouldn't bring weapons. Well, there are, um... There are plainclothes officers mingling with the rest of the crowd, but there are also uniformed officers who mainly stay in low-profile offices throughout the building. And you stumbled into one of those. There was only one person there. You knocked him out. You took his uniform. Now you're wearing it. Mm -hmm. and so you wearing weapons on top of that uniform does not look as conspicuous as if you were wearing civilian clothes. Okay, I'm armed to the teeth. Yes. Great. Super. <laughs> and <laughs> my grenade bandolier. <laughs> uh, okay. In addition to convincing the door to open without any ID tags, you are also able to confound the first few cameras as you enter the apartment complex. And for that matter, you also get a guest list. So you know mm -hmm. which apartments the uh, three persons of interest are staying in. Okay. Um, I know exactly where they are. Also, don't worry about the camera. I've taken care of them. 
Once again, I just pinched the bridge of my nose. Unless you have any severe objections to it, I think, assuming we all survive once all of this is over, you should come back with us. We have somebody who can, I believe, check you out, find out what exactly has been done to you. I I think that's a good idea. So I guess now we're gonna... We're now going we- to skulk cantankerously towards <laughs> our devilish deeds. <laughs> yes, and now would be the time to split up, if that is the plan. So declare your teams. I'm probably team email. As one of the two people with Act Unseen or Unheard, I should probably be on this TV team. I am on the TV team because I'm the talkie. This is a perfectly planned heist. Um, I got hack or fix and I got reader situation to help me sort of figure out passwords, I guess. Um, I got no skills that would help with recordings whatsoever. I am not a talkie character. I can punch someone. I don't think I'll ever need survival. I don't know why I picked survival. Bobbin, why did you let me pick survival? (laughs) It's all about how you parse the skills. If you can pitch it to me in a way that makes sense, then you can use it. Okay. Oh, well, we'll see. But yeah, my skills for this are very much hacking and reading a situation. All right. It sounds like Jean-Luc, a.k.a. Dalton would be a good addition to the general's office team while Connor and Alan, you volunteered to go for the TV team? Yeah, I also have I have Hacked Unseed or Unheard and Hacker Fix, which seem like useful skills for that. It sounds like the teams that you have uh, gone with then. So, which team would like to be resolved first? Probably the larger team. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Larger team is Team Terminal. What? I figure the um, the confession team is going to take longer because that's going to be a lot of confessions. Yeah. And role play. I'm good to go either way. I'm just saying I think the confession one will take longer, but the email might be more mechanically intensive. I guess we'll see. I'm good to go either way. Who wants to go first? Uh, I need to step away for a second, so... Sounds like the other team. Yep. Alright, that defaults us to Team TV. Alright. Alright, Team TV, you have apartment numbers for... Let's double check here. Apartment numbers for Colonel Shatter of the Northern Army Group and Major Brake, who is the Headquarters Personal Assistant for General Sunder. Sounds like Major Brake is probably going to be the more convincing of the confessions, so does anybody object to getting the confession out of him as opposed to the Colonel? Yes, that's fine. So, how do you approach? Um, I feel like knocking on his door and just at being like, hey, what do you think of the fucking general is wrong? What's the, what's the plan here, Abe? 
Do you have any ideas at all? What if we get him really fucking drunk? That was... Yes. Yes, that would also... That would be... Good. Um... Should we just, like, go buy some... Nice, like, whiskey or whatever... The universal equivalent of whiskey would be in... Just... It would still be whiskey. Okay, well... But yeah, some manner of nice liquor and then, like... I guess deliver it as... Or, no... Because then we still have to record him. Yeah. I mean, we'll lure him to a bar or something. Luring him to a bar sounds good. Is there, like, is there any sort of... I know that, like, this is supposed to be a self-contained thing. What are the nice bars around here that we could, like, try and lure him to? I will say the apartment complex is self-contained even within the self-contained arcology. This is the 1% of the 1% here. And so there is essentially a relatively small but also well-appointed bar area on the ground floor of Skyside Apartments. And in addition, this being a very expensive place to live, it also has a concierge service so you can also get, Arya specifically, can tap into that system and get a bottle of whiskey, fine whiskey, sent directly to the uh, Major Briggs apartment. Or we could just pretend to be the concierge service. Yeah, we could, yeah. Let's but do like, that. why would he invite the concierges in to drink, is my, is my line of thinking. He will have to knock out a bellhop and steal their outfit. That keeps happening today. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been very funny if Namtab was on that team. All right, all right, all right. Here's what we do. I'm everywhere. Mm-hmm. Before we leave, we have Arya hack, do the thing, send the concierge service up there with some a couple bottles of nice whiskey or something. And then we pose as a TV crew, and we're wanting to do or like we're we're pose as a TV crew. I'm a, I'm the cameraman, and we're trying. We're wanting to do an interview to talk about uh, I don't know some recent recent conquest or old victory that he would have won a gush about. Then we kind of like encourage him to drink while we're there, get him a little more drunk, and just kind of lead him in the direction of the general. Just kind of play it out from there. Okay. Yeah. That works. Now we just have to get a camera. Actually, getting a recording device is going to be pretty simple. You, you can use the concierge service for that, too. Oh, okay. Have them send it to an empty apartment. Well, beans. Meat. All right, so all of that gets arranged. Do you allow the bottles to arrive first, or do you come up first? I think we should allow the bottles to arrive first. Yes. Maybe they'll start drinking on his own. All right. Uh, I have the, I have the note say from an anonymous suitor. <laughs> I believe I will roll for luck. I love is, to hear that. Is Major Break in a position to be able to afford to drink? Is he the sort of person to drink when offered immediately? You know, maybe we should have done some profiling first. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. 
Turns out the answer is yes. Cheers, we're all drinking mm. that. Yay. There was a good thing that was only 50% chance. No, no. <laughs> a variety of factors that add in different directions, so it's, it's a coin flip. In any event, what this means is that he is at the very least tipsy by the time you knock on the door, and you will gain advantage, uh, one accuracy die on every roll that is directly against his senses or personality. Okay. So, um, once he's gotten a little bit into his cups, uh, uh, I guess... Alan and I will go up to his door as the um, as the interview crew, like Alan as the cameraman, Connor as the interviewer, and give a uh, knock on his door. If somehow found like one of those visor caps and wearing it, <laughs> we should get like fake name tags or something, like the tennis hats. Yeah. All right. Well. The door slides open, and you see Major Brake. The man is uh, dressed in the uh, the relatively casual version of his uniform. All of you are familiar with it, although his has like epaulets and additional stuff to indicate his rank that uh, your versions did not have. Okay. His hair is impeccably coiffed, parted on the left, gelled to within an inch of its life, dark. He also has a strong chin and a strong nose, and a strong forehead, strong ears. Weak cheeks, though. <laughs> <laughs> and a flabby stomach. So here's what we're doing, Collins. We don't have like any kind of credentials or name tags or anything. Mm-hmm. We are just filming a documentary about the great leaders of the hegemon hegemony. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I need to think of a new voice because I'll be using the um the the thing to disguise my voice. So I'm trying to think of a secondary character voice. When he opens the door and looks out at you, he says, "Yes, what is it?" Greetings. We're here to we're shooting a documentary about the great leaders of the hegemony, and we've heard about your exploits, and we were wondering if you would be interested in an interview. Well, I say that's a rather fluttering question to ask. However, he's not going to automatically let you in. So, first roll. Don't forget your accuracy die. That's a 27! <laughs> I got a natural 20 on that bitch. You immediately clock that this is a man who is full of himself. Ah, a fellow student. <laughs> Takes one to no one, essentially. Ah, a fellow jackass. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, of course, if you're asking about the great brother General Sunder, then you would absolutely know there would absolutely be no one better suited to tell you the ins and outs of his daily life than myself. I, in fact, am the person in charge of precisely that. 
I would dare say that even his wife is not privy to as much information about the great general than I am. Then may we come inside? Oh, by all means, here. Uh, I recently got a few bottles of fine whiskey from a fan. Uh, help yourselves. Thank you very much. Uh, is there any place that you would prefer us to set up? We don't have a very large setup, so just a small room might do. You know what? The couch here is quite scrumptious. And uh, the wall decoration behind it, it's, well, it's a bit on the tacky side for me, but uh, it it will frame the, uh, the image quite well. Isn't that right? It looks over at you, Alan, since you're holding the camera. Exploit uh, and lighting looks good here. I think we can, uh, yeah, I think this will work quite well. Perfect. Let me go get set up. Also, forgive me, but I never drink on the job. Personal policy. I might have a few after the interview. Just waves his hand. He's already heading into the bathroom to uh, freshen up. All right, yep. Uh... I don't actually give a shit about the lighting. <laughs> I figured as much. And I'll just sit down and wait for him to uh, come back out. All right. You know, I, I set up the tripod, get the camera going, arrange a couple chairs. Connor will look like he wants to help, but has no idea where to even start. So he just sort of like helps by staying out of the way. I just want to make this like look like it's uh, like we're actually giving a shit about this. So the major spends a good solid 10 minutes preening before finally coming out uh sitting on the sofa and then just gesturing towards a chair that is in a distant part of the room expecting you to uh, pull it up for yourself uh, yep I'll go ahead and do that and then I'll start the way I imagine that and we are filming yeah I, the way I imagine Connor would start is he's probably been on the other side of like one or two interviews not too many because like game show hosts don't typically get interviewed that much um but he'll start with like the easy questions that like you know lowball just like whatever just to get them um comfortable with it uh with answering questions and then start moving into like you know more esoteric stuff and then just like generally leading the conversation towards where he wants to go and then start getting to like starting with the major himself and then eventually moving on to the general. Right. And actually I would say that as a game show host, you are experienced with this sort of thing. Like one of the responsibilities of a game show host is to get the players to open up before the camera starts rolling so that they're in a more social mood. Mm hmm. And that does involve asking them questions, getting them talking about themselves, just not on film. Right. Okay. Okay. So, lighting's good. It's good. Uh, Major, could you move your mic a little bit closer to your, uh, just a little bit higher up, please? Oh, absolutely. Here, is this better? Uh, levels look good. Thank you. Perfect. So... You will get two accuracy dice for this roll, but it is going to be a risky roll. 
because there is a chance that even after he gives you the the footage you you're looking for he'll figure out you're not up to any good afterwards right right I'm trying to I don't think lead or inspire would actually apply here would it because maybe the inspire part yeah the inspire part yeah that yeah like just like sort slowly get him more comfortable with like admitting his I mean, true feelings lead I think you could twist that you're like leading him in a direction that's also true but so I, I'm, I mostly really want to just try and get my plus four because that's what I have the plus four in as opposed to everything else was just as plus two so if Bobbin is okay with me using lead or inspire to uh to roll with this I will go ahead and click that and if not then just subtract two that's a 17 oh man I rolled a 1 and 2 on my fucking accuracy dice oh my god yep so either way we are solidly in the 10 to 20 range I'm trying to think would Alan technically be giving me help um the only way I could think of this that I could help is that if I like try to get him to refill his drink pretty often Honestly, that could work. You, helping out someone does not mean helping them in kind, in the same fashion that you are performing the main role. So yeah, keeping his whiskey topped up could be a way of working that out. Yeah, just like any time it's getting a little low, I just top it off without even, you know. So with this extra d6, I'm just looking to see if it's a five or a six. Because either, because if it's if it's not a five or a six, then it's the same result no matter what. Yep. That's hey, a hey. 21. We got there, baby. Blackjack. We have gotten a man drunk. Oh, so, excellent. It's all about the Mets. So, yeah, Let's eventually, go Mets. Love the Mets. Eventually you bring him around to the, uh, the questions of the day and he spills his guts, so to speak, and says, uh, well, yeah, now that you mention it, the general has been hiding out in his apartment a bit more often than usual. I mean, his mech has seen fewer sorties than you would traditionally expect. But certainly fewer than I've seen in uh, previous campaigns. Now, that's not to say anything negative about the general, of course, but uh, it occurs to me that... Uh, if he wants to inspire his people, then a brother general, of all things, uh, cer certainly strike a more inspiring figure from the front, rather than uh, cooped up and gathering cobwebs in the Arcology basement. So we got that. That's that's what we needed. Um, in order to, like, sort of... I know he's drunk and I got the 21, and so with the 21, I'm going to say that, like, in order to sort of make sure that like it's not like we got what we needed the interviews over um i'll start like leading i'll start asking like more favorable questions again so that way it's just like this one thing that he just randomly said and just forgot about as the interview uh kept going on 
I, I will say that once he finishes saying that, he pauses for a moment and then says, well, strike that last bit from the record. Uh, that last bit's off the record, okay? You got it, off Major. Off the record, of course, of course. I'm giving like the, uh, like, like the okay sign, too. Then we'll continue with the uh, fake interview, and then, you know, uh, if he doesn't, like, r- bum rush us out afterwards, uh, Connor will take a glass of whiskey, because he misses real alcohol. All right, all of this footage looks great. Uh, thank you so much for your time, General. We're going to make this shine in post. Major. Major. Glad to provide a little bit of my time for posterity. It was a pleasure speaking with you, sir. And then and after, an honor. Uh, C- and Connor will uh, hold out his hand to, to shake. Yeah. Gives you what you can tell he thinks is a firm handshake. It's been a long time since he's been exercising, that's clear. <laughs> Alright, and then uh, after after it's all said and done, uh, we leave, and once they are out of earshot, Hunter quietly says, I cannot believe that worked. Mm-hmm. I can, that was pretty simple. Get an old man drunk and let him ramble. Anyway, let's meet up with the others. Also, I'm going to take this stupid thing off. <laughs> Do we have any sort of com link or like, can we talk to each other remotely? We really should have gotten that, but no, we don't. <laughs> no. Oh, well, okay. I could, but no one else has. I do have data plating, but I don't think that comes with. No, com. that that works. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's doubles as a phone. Uh... Data plating, um, comlinked jewelry. Yeah. Yep. Data plates can quickly translate nearly any language and allow users to communicate with each other all but silently. So, yeah, the two of you have comms with each other, I guess. Silently does not mean securely. Yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to get Connor's number. <laughs> it's good. You don't want to have it. Drunk dials people constantly. Oh. Out of character jokes. This is still not my character voice. Oh, yeah. Let's go do the thing. Yeah. Well, there, Let's there go, is baby. one more thing before we switch to the other group. Mm. Which is that uh, as you head to the elevator to the uh, meeting point on the first floor that you've arranged. Connor, you see a familiar face in the elevator as the doors open. And he smiles when he sees you. And he says, Mr. Elias. Fancy meeting you here. Yes. Yep, I knew that three was going to come to bite me in the ass eventually. Huh. Now we cut to the other group. Okay. Excellent, <laughs> Excellent dramatic right. timing. Yes, great, good. I love it. Like, legitimately love it. So, yes, the three of you are heading to the general's apartment. How do you intend to get inside? Is the lock electronic? 
Yes, each door has its own individual locking mechanism. Is it connected to any sort of network? Can I hack the door open? I, 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 it's, it, it's starting to look like all I have is a hammer and everything else <laughs> is starting to look like a nail, but if it works... You are presently standing inside a nail factory. Don't worry about it. Okay. That is true. And yes, you already have a line into the apartment complex internal uh, network, but actually bypassing a specific door is going to require another separate role. Hang on, before before you go hacking his door open, can we check he's not in? Because <laughs> sure, <laughs> maybe try the doorbell first. Yeah, all right, that makes sense. Can I see the cameras inside? Well, actually, yeah. Before we do anything, I want to. I want to. Are there cameras inside? First of all, not inside the apartments. No. Okay. Okay. If there were, then uh, okay. I ring the doorbell. I would like to put my hand oh. on Arya's shoulder to stop her from being the one to do that uh, because Sunder might know her face from being the science experiment in the basement uh, uh, yes okay that makes sense maybe let one of us do this in case he does answer okay uh, Bobbin can I sort of listen see if I can hear like the sounds of a TV or what you know any overt sounds of the room being occupied Yes. Think, this okay. will be a difficult roll. So that is up or down on 10, but you have a difficulty die. Okay. Um, don't suppose anyone wants to help or can help. I don't know the rules. I don't know if there's any way I can, besides just standing there and being quiet as you put your ear to the door, I don't know how else I could help. Can I check for EM traffic? Can that be my help? say oh like doesn't look like there's any lights on or whatever or it, whether there's someone actively accessing the network from inside that is something you could check yeah. so yes okay that will negate the difficulty die so you will roll this straight okay uh that's a seven i can't hear shit yeah, the door thick. yeah door is too thick you cannot say for certain one way or the other Hmm. Sorry, guys, this door's dummy thick. What? Where are you door from? Thick door. You all talk very <laughs> Ape, strangely. I was going to do that if one of them failed the hack. <laughs> now you've stolen it from me. We will have to get lucky then. Ding dong. I'm going to. Oh, okay. Step yeah, around the corner the really quick. Yeah. Actually, yeah, let's hide around the corner. Are we ding dong ditching him? <laughs> well, it's the safest way. <laughs> so okay. I'm going to just ask you two questions here. Who all is going to be ringing the doorbell and who all is going to be standing in front of it after it, the bell is rung? I guess I'm the one in the officer's uniform, so if nothing else, I can at least try and black my way out of it if he's in. Yeah you are the one who most looks like someone who would be ringing his bell. What could possibly go wrong? Um, he answers the door and then Johnny can't control himself, unsheaths his sword and begins combat. 
that means we can uh, escape into chaos and everything will be cool. And then we don't even have to do any hacking. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. What if what if we just rang the doorbell and shot him? <laughs> Make it happen, Namtab. We'll, we'll call that plan D. Okay, <laughs> ding dong. All right. A considerable amount of time passes to the point where you consider either ringing the door again or just deciding that he's probably not home, but just as you are, like, turning or lifting your hand in that moment, the door slides open and there is General Sunder. He appears to be an older man, uh, definitely 60-plus. He has a finely manicured beard, salt and pepper hair that is mostly salt, a uh, relatively worn face, but also this tremendous jutting chin that you know just has to be the result of some amount of inbreeding that comes from being the upper nobility of a, uh, a kingdom that's existed for hundreds of years. He's got the fucking Habsburg chin. I'm the result of generations of inbreeding, and I'm in charge of several million lives. How may I help you today? Jesus. You didn't hear it because I was muted, but I giggled like a madman at that. Holy shit. Alright, but I can't believe that's his actual voice. He does certainly look you up and down before saying, I say, what brings an officer to my quarters? I don't mean to alarm you, but you have the scent of poor people on you. Have you been associating with commoners? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, guys, um, just out of character, I didn't think this through. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, you've been standing there in silence for several minutes. Are you alright, dear boy? Oh my god. Um. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Um, hi sir, um, I, I, I appreciate this is very unusual, but I've been assigned to guard this, um, this building today, and I heard you were in, and I just, I just wanted to, like, you're an inspiration to the hegemony, um, I just wanted to, I just wanted to say, sort of, I, I guess, get to, get to know you, like, you know, um, and what well, I think it's, that sounds weird, sorry, I don't want to sound stalkerish, um, I, I guess I just wanted to sort of hear a little bit from someone who's managed to rise through the ranks and just get a bit of advice, is that, no, sorry, this, this is inappropriate, I should go. Oh, how positively charming. Oh, this is delightful. Have this man killed? <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, it is certainly flattering to hear from the masses that one is important as such. However, you should know that I provide no autographs nor any life advice, as you seem to be suggesting I provide. Oh, I am yeah. quite consumed by my duties, 
to the greater good of the hegemony. Uh, yes, um, I... And if you would wish to provide your services of security and watchfulness, then might I suggest you turn your eyes outwards to where such issues may arise? Yes, uh, 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 of course, uh, this was... And might I say that you wear your uniform rather loosely around the shoulders. You should see a tail. Get that tucked in. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Um, this this was stupid of me. And of course your shoes are in desperate need of a shine. One can always tell the character of a man by the shininess of his shoes. I hate this man. <laughs> I'll forgive this transgression once, but if I see it again, I will, of course, have you flogged. Shoot. Shooting this man I, would ruin the campaign for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had a thought. I'm wondering if I could jump in here for half a second. I want to elbow Arya because she is like, she has hacking, wireless hacking tech that I've never heard of. And I just want to ask, oh. can you... While the door's open, I don't know if that makes security easier. Can you uh, set off an internal fire alarm? Maybe chase him out of the room for a little while? Wait, let me see. Let me see. Do I have to roll for that? Or... I just want, like, the fucking smoke detectors inside yeah. his room to suddenly start going off, ideally without then reporting it to the rest of Arcology security so that a fire team doesn't get up here. I, this guy is apparently, you know, he may or may not be pyrophobic. I want to see if I can spook him out of the room. Ah. I will say that if you want to trigger the fire alarm system, there is no measured response. It is either for the a complex or not. Fire is kind of a serious mm. business in the high rise. Yeah. There's no way to just to like trigger the sound system part of it in the room alone. Mm. Could I play like a clip of the does if he has a sound system, could I play a clip of the of the fire alarm over that? You could hack the sound system to replicate the sound of a room fire alarm going off. However, you will require line of sight. I will require line of sight? Okay. Yes. That means going up to the door and at least casually looking into it. What's the uh, what's the geometry of this hallway? Could the two of us conceivably just like walk past the door and Arya look left? Well, I'm certainly keeping the man busy. <laughs> yes, you are. He's not done yet. And uh, I will say that the hallway is fairly wide. And in addition, it is sort of a rotunda situation where there is this, uh, like one side faces the apartments, the other side faces a balcony that overlooks this massive hole that allows natural light to pierce through the center of the apartment complex. And the hallway itself is wide enough that, yes, three people could easily walk side by side if they wanted to. I link arms with Dalton and walk not not too slowly, but at a 
a relaxed pace past the door. Okay. Alright. I am on the opposite side of the hall from the door, but I look past Dalton just briefly. I guess meanwhile I'm getting lectured. Um, I sort of wait for a brief pause and then I say so what what you're saying is that you have to if you want to get ahead in life you have to look the part alright several things happen at once (laughs) love to hear that oh good first of all I'm going to need a hacking roll from Arya second of all I'm going to need some form of stealth roll from Dalton okay Will you accept stay cool? Just to, you know, be casual. In this case, I'm not sure that I can. Because what you need to do right now is conceal your face. Hmm. Oh, I should have I should have the prosocolor up. That doesn't work on human eyes, I believe. Uh it depends on how close they are. It says like if, someone if like right next to you. If you are far enough away, it does, but if they're... Uh, it doesn't hold up to close scrutiny. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it won't stand. Close inspection. The hallway is not that wide. Okay. And I will say, for his part, that Johnny does not need to roll, but can only provide assistance to one of the two who are. Okay. Oh, God, okay. Well, I'm rolling... Yeah, I. if you will not accept stay cool, I've got no stealth triggers, so I will just be rolling flat. Shall I go first? Yeah, I don't think I need to help you. I'm probably going to give yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat the assistance. I guess by just... If I see him trying to look past me, I'm just kind of sort of maneuvering my hmm. my body. Okay, that's a, that's a 13. Big money, no whammies. Oh, 20. 20. I'm glad I helped. <laughs> I am also glad you helped. <laughs> I am thirdly glad that you helped. The helping die was a one. Okay. So, the general is at this point critiquing your suit's lack of cufflinks. <laughs> Sir, it's regulation. This guy sucks, and I love him. (laughs) So what would you say would be a good cufflink? When all of a sudden, the ear-shattering noise of a fire alarm goes off, and that startles the general, causes him to look around at his surroundings, going, I say, what what could be responsible for all that racket? Sir, that's the uh, that's the fire alarm. Um, I recommend you get to the um, to the evacuation point just in case. I'll I'll have a look, and if it's something minor, I will I will fight the fire and then come meet you. And if it's major, then I will well I'll summon further assistance. But a man of your position should not risk himself in a fire. You're far too important to the hegemon. And you're taking, among other things, you're also taking far too long to explain an emergency situation, lad. Sir, uh, run now. Go. Yes. You may remain here if you like, but I shall go report this immediately. My, my goodness, the building seems to be a flame. <laughs> <laughs> goodness, fire alarm. I wasn't even cooking anything. 
It seems that someone has uh, set several fires in the galley. Okay, I walk into his open apartment. I seem to be in mortal peril, goodness me. Uh, so I have a question. Yes. Tell, when 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 Namtab says it's clear, when uh, Namtab's character, whose name is Johnny, Johnny, says it's clear, I'm wondering if he has a gas stove. <laughs> you want to actually set a fire? I was just gonna leave it on, leave the gas on. Let's. I mean, if we're gonna ambush him and some troops, maybe let's not explode him. Mm, yeah. Okay. But maybe we can call, maybe we can start a fire on the way out to cover our tracks. Hmm. Well, we, we, we do need him to be able to read his email. Oh, good point. Let's not fetch so far to his apartment then. Yeah. The first thing all of you do is get right into that apartment. Two of you casually walking by, immediately turn around and hustle inside as soon as the general's back is turned. You need yep. to get out of the yep. hallway. Yep. Second of all, you uh, look over at the spacious kitchen nook. It's a convection stove. Okay. Rip. Right, we have we have maybe five minutes. Let's hurry. Yeah, I guess what right, we could yeah. maybe do is start a little fire and then put it out, and then that way, if I get approached, we can just say I can just say that I've it was just a small electrical fault that was easy to handle. So, Bobbin, what I would like to do, um, because I suspect his laptop's probably quite high secure. Do not actually set off the fire alarm because that will turn it on for the whole building. No, no, no. I, I think do a little bit of scorching. Here's the thing. His terminal is high security. You are right. He was using it when he got called to the door and he is still logged in. I was just going to use reader situation to try and social engineer his password, but even better. Yeah, like I said, if it's going to succeed, or if there's no cost to failure, then you don't have to roll. And with that in mind, right. you, you do mess with the little wires as Arya is busy with the uh, the laptop. I'm also going to look for any sensitive information. Okay, uh, yeah, let's read his emails. Maybe I can find out something about the lab. That is true. There's a good chance he's appraised of that situation. However, I... There's a lot of things you need to do, and I will require a separate role for each of them. I was going to say, Arya, you've got a job writing malware um, for the TV as well, which I can't do. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, I can do that too. But I can look at emails. I will write the, ma the malware then. <laughs> Spoofing the email, writing the malware, checking the research. Those are the three things that you need to do on his terminal. Aria will get your uh, background advantage, background accuracy die on all three. Okay. Bobbin. Yes. While, because reasonably speaking, checking for the, um, the lab thing is probably going to be just a simple search kind of thing, like keywords. So would it be possible for me to sort of be asking is there any other keywords we like in character just sort of say I just sort of say while I'm searching right I'm doing this search is there anything else any other keywords I need to be looking for at the same time because I'm aware Cat had a thing they wanted to do yes 
on that note, Bob and I have a question. By all means. Would Sunder report to anybody? Who would Sunder report to? As a general, he would most likely be reporting to the uh, commander-in-chief, who is not necessarily the hymn leader, but is one step below the hymn leader. Do I know the commander-in-chief's name? I believe that would be public knowledge. Major General Moderno. Moderno? Moderno. Okay. So what you're asking for, just a search for that surname, like, from them. Give me any, give me any communications from someone named Moderno. Okay. If you can refine it further, orders regarding the island of Soprano. I'd probably do a search for Moderno and, and Soprano then. Filtering by things marked as high urgency. He is the very model of a Moderno Major General. Fuck off. Uh. He's Commander-in-Chief though. And then for the lab thing I'd probably be running key sort of keywords in terms of like lab probably implants. Oh, I can find that. Well, you're writing the malware. You gotta focus. Oh yeah. Okay. Here, let me make that roll real quick. Or no, I'll make it after you're done with here. Do your thing. I will say there is only the one terminal, and there is only the one interface for the terminal. Oh, so Arya will be having to do all of these. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. First off, malware. Sixteen. All right set up, packed away in one of the uh, OS's hidden folders. Alright, second. What was the second one? The spoof email from... Yes, the spoof email. From the Colonel. Colonel Cleave. Eleven. Alright. Email spoof has been set up. It's got all of the uh, cherry-picked information that should make a man like General Sunder salivate. All right. Um, now on to the bonus objectives. Moderno. 18. All right. Not too much data between Major General Moderno and General Sunder. It appears to be a mainly hands-off affair. The High Command trusts the General to fix this mess without too much oversight. But uh, of the communications that stand out. You note um, one email recommending that General Sunder not slaughter too many farmers this time around. They're getting rather understaffed. But go ahead and make uh, examples of a couple population centers. That should send the right message. I communicate that. I'm specifically looking for, like, one set of information. Would Arya be able to, like, get a copy of all of this into her brain computer and throw it onto my uh, Lancer unit later? Oh, I'm prob- I can prob- I, I, if, if at all possible, I would love to clone his machine. That will take far more time than you have mm. available. Okay. 
Um, but, uh, I, I was going to say, the other email that stands out is a list of the nobles coming with the latest batch of recruits. Ah. Including one Jean-Luc Armand. I don't react to seeing my own name. Nobody else knows that name. And there is a recommendation at the bottom of the email that, see, that says, uh, be sure and uh, assign them proper babysitters. Mm, all right. And I'm, finally... I'm specifically, oh. if I can jump in, I'm specifically looking for, like, his orders regarding Soprano. Like, the initial set that he got, because... In, like, out of character, I know what's up here. I'm under no delusions. In character, Jean-Luc needs some information about this whole setup because this could, he wants it all to just be a really botched misunderstanding. He wants Treble to have misjudged Soprano's food outputs and they're taking more than they should because of a clerical error and this isn't an active suppression campaign. And so he's, he's looking for some kind of information on that. I did communicate the thing about targeting population centers to send a message, if that is at all... It's a start, but it's not everything I'm looking for. Okay. I will say that uh, other parts of that email, which you can tell by the date was issued before the forces were sent to Soprano. It starts out with saying, um, Soprano has riled itself up again. This time around, High Command has chosen you, General Sunder, to uh, pacify the region. Okay. Following that is the more specific instructions of don't kill too many of the farmers this time. They are The population seems to be running low. However, do make sure you torch a population center or two to uh, get the message across. I'm going to have a long think about that email, assuming I've lived through the next 48 hours. Finally, uh, anything about pro uh, secret projects, uh, black site labs? Another 18. Okay. This one is uh, signed by scientist. At the very least, there is a DR in front of the person's name, and it is clearly forwarded to the general by Major Brake. Hmm. It mentions, in brief, that uh, the experiments with the data injectors have proven fruitful, and uh, while the first few attempts had to be aborted due to sudden subject termination. The subsequent attempts, once the full positioning and uh, effects of the data upload systems were ironed out, have proven fruitful. The subjects appear to understand information that the previous day they had no indicated clue about. However, because of the uh, highly sensitive nature of the skills being uploaded, once a subject 
information was confirmed, the subjects were terminated to eliminate security breaches. Hmm. However, one subject stood out among the rest as being unusually uh, absorbent, and so several skill uploads were applied to her, and she seemed to show remarkable proficiency even above and beyond those of the other uh, subjects. She is currently in observation, but will be terminated shortly to eliminate security risks. And uh, the doctor ends by suggesting a longitudinal study to see the long-term effects of data implantation. But obviously it will need a different batch of subjects that would not be uh, security risks should they be discovered. Huh. Okay. Did you read that out loud or in your head? I'm probably not thinking and just reading everything out loud. Oh, I, I don't suppose they're tracking your implants, are they? Uh, no, I checked. Well, I, can I check? At the very least, there's nothing in what you read that would indicate that they could, or that they would even need to. Hmm. The subjects of this particular experiment were not allowed to go free at any point. Tracking them would be an unnecessary expense. Yeah, uh, no, um, there's probably not. I'll, I'll have to do a, a full, uh, check later, but, uh, oh. Yeah, um, Dalton, I'll, I'll take you up on that offer. Okay, um, oh, are you done with the keyboard? There's one thing I wanted to look for. Do we have much time? You think the general might be back soon. You've got a chance to look for maybe one more thing. I am going to go stand next to the doorway and just listen. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the only reason I'm doing this is mostly because I have not rolled above a 10 tonight. So I want yeah. to make the roll. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this roll and I'm going to roll above a 10 or I'm going to scream on the mic and Cat isn't going to wear it out. I'm sorry, man. You, you keep doing <laughs> sure things. What, what can I say? Well, what I'm looking for, because we've spoofed the email from Chase, but what we've not looked for is to make sure that he doesn't have anything that contradicts it. And also, I want to see if he's got anything on Los Rios anyway, so... <gasps> it's a 12. It's possibly good I enough. I believed in you. Yeah, it's above 10. Yep, this is a basic roll, so anything 10 or above is good enough. And, uh, yeah, uh, what you notice, especially given the context of the pre-campaign email, is uh, that uh, it, it's not in a communication. It's actually rather in his uh, campaign files. You see Los Rios, which has been... Uh, well, it's sort of in the spreadsheet format. It's got a list of town and city names sorted by population size. And a number of them have, in one column, had the word example written out. And Los Rios has been scheduled to be an example. Uh, we need to go. 
done. Let's go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm already running down the corridor after I see that. All right. Properly fix up the windows on the computers so it doesn't look like somebody's been in here rifling through his shit and then we get out. Yeah. Even to the point of leaving the door jar because the, the security guard would not have wanted to touch it. But uh, that gives you a good opportunity as you look over the balcony to another floor to where the elevator is. And so you see the other two members of your party standing in front of the elevator as we switch focus back the other way. So, uh, do you two know each other? We've had the privilege of meeting once before down below in the regular city. Oh, okay. Uh, you must have met when he was trying to get access up here, huh? Quite. Well, we are just trying to film a documentary and just wanted to talk to the Major, so... We'll get out of your hair. Yes, we'll, we'll get out of your hair immediately. Let's go. Well, I'm afraid that before you go, there are a few questions I need to ask you. Oh, sure. We have time. You see, Mr. Elias, the security system of the Arcology caught you making a rather grand exit after your performance downstairs. And wouldn't you know it, but the front door has no record of your entrance. How exactly did that come to pass? I pride myself on my privacy, you see. And so I came in under a false name. I see. Well, perhaps uh, I should correct you. For you see, when one is a part of the subharmonic choir, you discover quite quickly that there really is no such thing as privacy. So, Mr. Elias, Perhaps you would like to come with me and my associates downstairs. Because I am quite certain that we have more questions that we would like to ask you in detail. Pocket sand. Damn tab, do not say grenades. Jack's on you. I'm not on that floor. I can't help with a grenade, even if I wanted to. <laughs> I mean, how, how good's your throwing arm? We can see them. I mean, can we? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, you can. That Don't actually it. throw uh, a grenade. Yeah, no. Jesus Christ. I think, as far as we know, they're just talking to someone, which is probably problematic in and of itself. It's like, of course, of course. Let's, uh, let's, uh, do we just, at this point, do we just book it? Do I just run? I don't have any. Let me remind you that this apartment complex is centered around a gigantic hole. So also he, he is alone in the elevator and you are two, two, two people who have him cornered in an elevator. He stepped out of the elevator 
uh, as you called it, he's between you and the elevator right now. And the elevator door is shut. Okay. Wait. Hang on. So you're saying there's a big sort of open spec, open. Well, it's a big sort of coral, isn't it? Yeah, that is how you can see him from a separate floor at the moment. Yes, you are looking over the balcony across the way. Bobbin, I'd like to ask a stupid question. That kinetic damper, is it single use? It is a single use device, yes. Damn it. Ah, fuck. But does it have any charge left? Oh, no, no. Allow me to explain. It has a charge now because it absorbed your kinetic energy from falling from a great height. It can be released, but only once. Just fucking pick up this man, heft him over your head, and throw him into the hole. That's a very bad idea. Don't actually do that. <laughs> Darth Vader. Or Emperor Palpatine. Uh, should we... Sh should I just fucking run for the pole, then? I, that's that's literally the only thing I can think of, because I'm not talking my way out of this guy twice. I'm pretty sure talking my way out of this is not a thing that has enough dice in the world to be able to pull off. Hmm. If you run, I'm probably going to use the kinetic energy to knock him over. We don't know that they have, that they're even in, in trouble. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if we start running. Yeah, if, if you start well, running. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. uh, I'm going to start running. Fuck it. Like, this, there's, there's yeah. really nothing I can do. There is a staircase. Yeah, I'm going to go for the staircase. Like, between us? I mean, technically... Uh, Where do the stairs lead to? Up and down. Up and down? <laughs> uh, the, the, this, the building was built to code. It has an emergency staircase. Oh, okay. So what I like, I'm envisioning in my head and as how this uh, like, plays out is that Connor is like mid-sentence and then he just books it and... Yeah. Yes, of course. Of course. Like, we're just, both <laughs> like... <laughs> And like uh, Gestapo, Peter Lore, or is it Lore? I don't know. Uh, are stare like we're both surprised by this, and we just stare at each other. Like <laughs> he's like, look, he's like watching Connor run off, and then he like looks at me, and I look at him, and there's like a beat, and then I just shove him backwards and start running too. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's good. And then I fire the kinetic damper at them. See this happening? I just mother. Oh shit. All right. All right. The agent of the subharmonic does not act, even after Alan shoves him. But you do see him hold a finger up to his ear and mutter something to apparently himself. He did say that he had associates downstairs. Yeah. That's why I'm going upstairs. This is... The stupidest thing you have done in recent memory. Yes, I'm very much aware. Let's keep moving. <laughs> so should we go after them or? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to knock him off his feet here. Wait for Bobbin to resolve that. At casual, mm. walk away. Okay, let's walk the other way. Namtap, I know you say you're doing that, but he is not giving chase. He's just standing there calling for other people to do that. Oh yeah, but he's communicating orders, so... Well, the other thing is that the kinetic energy uh, is sort of a melee range device. Like, 
the, the force that it provides is exponentially lower the further away you are, the further the target away is. So what you're saying is that dropping that it's got to be in range and it's firing a blast outwards. It's like a shotgun. And yeah. It's, a bla- and it's, it's like a, a video game shotgun. shotgun. Okay. Yeah. In that case, my original question applies on could I theoretically jump, fire it at the last second and use that to absorb the impact of the fall? Is that not the purpose of it? Well, no, but you've got to improvise. I mean, if you fired it at a solid surface, as you were falling towards it, it would buoy you back up. It would bounce you back up, yes. Sweet. I'll bear that in mind. Wants to use the recoil to negate fall damage. Yes. I've seen that in a couple of animes. It's the kind of stupid thing I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Well, it's also a rocket jump. <laughs> well, I could use it like that as well. So, again, to answer Arya's question, no, act casual. Huh. Stairs, walk slow. Maybe I can interrupt, intercept their radio transmissions. But yes, if Johnny wants to do this daring thing, uh, where do you intend to land? I'm sort of seeing them running. I guess I'm going to try and land with that group. Uh, so I'm going to try and land with um, Connor and... They are know. heading for the staircase, which is behind a door. And you could head straight for the staircase yourself if you wanted to catch up with them. My mental image is that we're on opposite sides and of basically there's a big sort of empty space in the middle and we're looking at each other from across. It's a cylinder shape is what I'm getting in my head. Yeah, it's a bit ovoid. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to just jump across the cylinder. I fully expect this may hurt a little, but fuck it, rocket jump, let's go. You have to wear the right boots. I'm not putting this on my feet. All right, the gun, uh, the, the gun boots? Yes, I also got that. I'm sort of just dashing and I'm saying, hey, good luck guys with whatever it is you're doing. So we have fully realized your intent and your mo- movement through this space. So let us make a roll. You know what, this seems like uh, surviving a man-made structure. <laughs> I mean, just surviving in terms of not falling to your death. I'd say that's good enough. <laughs> I should really move this to get some... I'm going to change this between sessions to get somewhere quickly, because that's really what I'm doing with this, rather than survival, but... If that's all right with you. But for the purposes of this role, it's exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a 12. All right. Uh, you don't land on your feet, but you do land on the correct balcony. And uh, the agent of the secret police hears a thump, turns around, sees you flying through empty space towards him. He takes a step or two to one side to avoid being hit by your projectile. What happens next? No, he's... Nah, we're not, we're not going lethal yet, I assume. Are we? That's up no, to you at this point. Honestly, you. if you want to, like... I'm asking the group because I don't want to fuck up the thing for the whole group. I mean, I, I don't even... I think it's a little late for that. 
If you want to just like chuck a couple grenades at random and cause a big fucking distraction, now would actually be yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Let's, gr let's yeah. grenade this motherfucker. Oh my god. <laughs> will the general actually? So hold on. If this happens, will the general be on super lockdown? You have no way of knowing. He could also take it as an, a personal insult and you use that as a reason to get onto the field. Mm -hmm. It could go either way. As you could actually, you, know. you could use that against him too. He's like, "Oh, a few grenades went off, and he's gonna cower in his house." Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I think it's about time I just throw a grenade at this guy, and you know that'll be it. this guy oh, giving what? orders. I agree. Fuck yes, Chuck Chekhov's grenades. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he would be a recurring character. He was. Oh well. Once. Well, he recurred once. <laughs> yeah. And now he's going to recur over there and over there and over there. And oh, there's a little bit on the ceiling. Look, look. We've all heard of the law of twos. <laughs> Anyways, please make the roll. Um, yeah. I, I am. I just need to add it as a thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is actually made as a skill roll. Okay, that's a oh, solid. Okay. Even combat is done through skill rolls when you're in narrative section. Okay, in that case, Assault, 15, even better. All right. Grenades have blast one um, and it do to explosive damage. That matters at all, if he's wearing armor. The grenade just like slides up to like right in front of him and he just looks down and he's like, oh dear. So you chuck a grenade at him uh, presumably, you are running in the other direction. Oh, absolutely. I'm running for the stairs. <laughs> yeah, you, you do not want to be near a frag grenade when it goes off. I don't care who you are. I'm Johnny Alpha, baby. And uh, you're, you're only able to glance back every once in a while. So you see him looking down at the grenade. Sort of not really shocked, not really surprised. More curious than anything. And... Uh, then you flinch away as it goes off. And when you look back, you can see that a good part of the railing over the uh, the large gap has just gone away. Been destroyed by the uh, future frag grenade, along with a chunk of the floor. And uh, of the agent, you see no trace. It was a ghost. Okay, no body. That means he is definitely still alive. No, I think I'm definitely killed him. I'm definitely putting him as a tally on my robot once I get to the robot. Okay, but if he shows up again, you can't count him twice. Try and stop me. Uh, meanwhile, what is everyone else doing? Arya is barely restraining herself from screaming. I just... As, as soon as shit went down... Like, as soon as they started to bolt and Johnny pulled out some unknown device and started sprinting towards the railing, I just took Arya by the arm and started walking to the nearest staircase. I assume there's, like, one on either side of this kind of oval. Yeah. Just yeah, casually so I went, walk away. Yeah, I, a little less than casually, a little bit of a power walk there, but I am... Mm. Getting us down to ground level to get the fuck out of here. 
Yeah, sounds sounds good. Just keep your head down. We keep our mouths shut. We don't attract attention. Or a maintenance tunnel or something. Just get us out of sight. What the? Oh, I just gotta find the tits up in six seconds. Well, secret police got involved. That's how. Going to teach you the meaning of rhetorical if we get out of this. I will refuse to learn it. But yeah, I do want to like try to find somewhere where we can like hunker down. Yeah, and hide. yeah. Try and yeah, try and like. What's your overall plan for getting out of this building? I think what I want to do is try to get down to the sewers somehow. Right, but first the first the apartment complex. Uh, something that Arya and Dalton discover quite rapidly is that uniformed officers of the subharmonic are checking everyone who goes near the front door. Yeah, no, I did not plan to walk out the front door. So what I want to do first and foremost is, like I said, I want to try to find uh, some sort of like employee maintenance or something. Because I'm assuming they, this is being a rich hoity-toity area, they like to have the help out of sight. Mm-hmm. So I would assume they have some sort of employee you know, maintenance tunnels, and I would like to try to duck into one of those if I can find one. Uh, I've also reactivated the um, proso collar, uh, so that way I my face is disguised. I know it won't hold up to like close inspection, but I'm not going to be getting close to them. All right. So I will say that you are at this point rather familiar with the ventilation system, having crawled through a lot of it just to get up to where you are. So you are able to locate another vent that you can enter and which is large enough for you to pass through. One downside of the whole enclosed skyscraper is that there is a lot of air that needs to be channeled into this massive structure. And so the vents are all fairly large and easy to navigate from the inside. And remarkably clean. Yeah, they've got uh, dust destroyers various points. Tingles when you walk through them. Future Roombas that just like cling to the ducks and just zip around in there all day. Has the camera come back to the two of us? From where you're standing, the uh, secret police are checking everybody going in or out of the front door. Acting casual is not going to be enough to get your asses out. Can I trip the fire alarm? You could. You can't be certain it will do what you want them to, but you can. Yeah, I will, uh... I will trip the fire alarm. All right. In that case, I will have you make a hacking roll to see if you can sufficiently distract the uh, security. And in, in this case, you do not get your background. Okay. Because this is not a purely tech roll. Right. Okay. I provide an accuracy die by basically walking for her so she can completely concentrate on this hacking. Like, 
one arm on either shoulder and I am steering her so she doesn't have to do anything but put one foot in front of the other. All right. I would also accept shouting fire once the alarm goes off, just to add to the chaos. <laughs> They're both good ideas. Uh, I'm going to roll. Either way, you only get the one die, so. Oh, seven. Gross. Seven. That's a natural one. Yeah. <sighs> That's the second time today. Yeah. The alarm goes off. And then it turns it back off. As you see one of the uh, secret police guys mm -hmm. uh, taps his ear. Hmm. Well, we're not getting out that way. Uh, what was your idea? I have, I have a thought. This is going... This will likely go poorly. But at the very least, you should be able to get out. Um... Okay. Just go with it. If the entrance clears up, make a break for it. Leave me. Are you... Are you sure? No, that's... That's stupid. You... Well, take my place. Just go. Find them. They'll link up with you. Do it. Okay. I'm gonna split off from her. Get around a corner out of sight of all of the secret police guys. And I'm going to draw my sidearm and fire it at a wall until it's empty. All right. No roll necessary if you're going to draw at least some of them to your position, but they're a bit too professional to leave the front door completely unguarded. I do want to... I, I need to pull enough of them that Arya is going to be able to get through free. All right. This is a coordinated move, so I will allow one of you to roll with an accuracy die. Uh, I have Act Unseen or Unheard, if that's going to help. Do you have, what do you have for, do you have, like... I got nothing like that. Okay. No, like, getting attention or anything? Okay. Uh, I got Charm, which I might need to do oh. to, like, be a, he went that way, officer. Hmm. But, uh, I think this is just a pull aggro to get you out. Okay. Uh, you take the accuracy die, then. Well... Bob, and how exactly is this working? Like I said, it is a coordinated move. So one person rolls and decides the fate of both. Okay. Oh. With an accuracy die. So my charm is a plus two. What's your unseen? Uh, plus two. Okay. If you don't mind, you've rolled two ones tonight? Yeah. I, I don't mind. Uh, I think I'll take it. Big money, no whammies. Oh my god, I also rolled no. a seven. Shit. Ray. Why? You both it die. Keeps... Oh, good lord. Wow, that sucks. Shit. Hell. You try to, like, tell them, oh, they went that way, and you're still holding the smoking gun. <laughs> oh god. You were smart enough to put the gun away, but in the middle of, uh, putting your arm up and pointing and saying they went you are tackled 
Shit. Shit. There is still one guard watching you. Does he have any, like, electronic uh, prosthetics or does he have a, a microphone in his ear? I mean, a, a speaker in his ear? A hackable brain, effectively? Uh, well, I was thinking I could just make the, the headphone go off really loud or something. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just putting it differently. Yeah, he definitely has some uh, built-in electronics. Secret police, you know, low-profile stuff. I'm just going to reach out and turn all of the the characters in the binary to one. I don't think that's how computers actually work, but um, it sounds cool. You're turning the volume up and setting it on full blast. I get your idea. So, uh, is that your roll, the nine? Uh, it would appear so. That was with an accuracy that I forgot to take away earlier. Well, it's all right. That's three sevens. Jackpot. We actually succeed on everything. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. This rapidly became a farce. (laughs) Uh, that many failures in a row will do that, especially in a high-risk situation. All right. But in the interest of failing forward, here's what I say happens. You aim for this one guy. You hit everybody. You hit every speaker in the entire on the entire floor, including the ones built into your ears. Oh. Including the ones built into the ears of the people who just tackled Jean-Luc. Would that include my ears? I have a piece. You're not on that floor presently. Okay. Okay, so I, I panicked and I reached out and, uh... Yeah. And Every, <laughs> okay. everybody who I mentioned is now paralyzed from the screeching sound that is coming out and from their ears. Can I get out of my dog pile? Yes. However, you are going to have to carry Arya out of this building. Yeah. Well beeline it back into the main area, see her holding her head, and I don't know, fuck it, just scoop. Princess Carrie, out the door. (laughs) Alright. And, uh, meanwhile, there's, uh, this is also happening to all of the PA speakers, so even though it's, it's not in your ears, so it's not paralyzing, it is reverberating into the um, the air ducts. So those of you in there uh, scurrying out. Hmm. Have you ever been in a small room when a fire alarm goes off? Yes. 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 Yep. So at this point, you're pretty certain that uh, going through the laser trip wires is not going to make the situation any worse. <laughs> cool. Have we, have we reached the Godzilla threshold? I will need context. The Godzilla threshold, uh, and I, I think that we have not uh, reached it, is uh, where adding Godzilla would not make things any meaning, meaningfully any worse. Uh, <laughs> I like that. All right. And uh, just a quick check-in with Johnny. You kind of got separated from both groups. So what have you been up to? I have a stupid idea. Oh, by all means. Again? I've got lots of stupid ideas. I'm big and dumb. Well, small and dumb. Regardless. (laughs) 
So, Bobbin, these are future hand grenades that I have. Six, well, five off now. Yeah. So, I'm figuring they've probably refined the technology where it's not just pull pin, let go, and after a while it explodes. It's probably like settings and stuff now, yes? Uh, yeah, like the mech-sized uh, grenades are actually also mines. So, like, if you've played Deus Ex... Okay. So, and the hand Frag grenades have a range of five for me, but here's my argument. That's for me to throw them. Right. And that's also mech scale five. Yeah. It's pretty far. But either way, that's for me to throw. So, But dropping, on the other hand, because I ran up because that's where the other two ran. Mm-hmm. Dropping, on the other hand... Um, gives me fairly further range because I've got gravity working with me. Yeah, obviously. Here's, here's my stupid plan. How long would it take me to run down all the way downstairs at this point? I would say that if you are really hoofing it, under a minute. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do is set three of the grenades. I'm going to set the timer for about give myself a bit of time just in case about a minute and a half. And I'm gonna just drop them so they hit the ground floor, doing my best to aim for where not people are, and then I'm gonna start hoofing it downstairs. The intent is that when the explosions go off, it will, there's enough people sort of waiting to get out the doors that it'll cause essentially a stampede. Like people are not gonna wait for a security check. And I doubt there's enough secret police to continue enforcing the barricade at that point against just a wall of flesh surging. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to escape in the crowd. That's the plan. (laughs) The others may not have caught on that we're terrorists yet, but I am absolutely (laughs) here for it. (laughs) Yeah, I... And this is a hegemony city, so I really don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, only colonizers in this building. (laughs) Like I'm trying not to hurt innocent civilians, but at the same time, I'm not going to shed any tears. There we go. That's the plan. It's probably an assault roll if you want me to roll. Yeah, go ahead. There's enough risks involved. See if you can break the streak. Nope. No, you no. can't. Roll bad. Oh, 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 we're going to die in this building. <laughs> D- D20. Uh, Roll 20 does not care for us tonight. Well, not not in this moment. You, you were rolling hot dice <laughs> earlier. I really wasn't, no. I've had one roll above 10. Pl- plural you. Two rolls above 10. Plural you. The the initial uh, nat one was an, an omen. All right, so... Again, in the interest of failing forward, here's what happens. You overestimate how many stairs you have to run down, or you underestimate how the timers work, because you are clipped by one of the blasts, and I am going to give you two damage to your uh, pilot hit points. Done. And uh, at that point, panic begins to spread, and then also the ear piercing wine begins to erupt throughout this first lobby area. I guess when the explosions go off, I'm also just 
because I got hit, I scream and then yell, run. Run for your life. Yeah. Although, after the first word, it all gets drowned out by the screeching. And this all happens at the same time. Yeah. And so, yeah, you you end up dodging through the same hole in the uh, security that Arya and Dalton stagger through. Meanwhile, Connor and Alan have successfully climbed out through the vents and made it back in the sewers. Well, that actually was surprisingly easy. I wonder where the rest of them are. I'm sure they got out fine. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) So in the interests of uh, making sure the next episode is a battle episode, a quick wrap up. You make it out of the arcade sound, if not safe. Too much sound, actually. (laughs) That's the whole problem. Indeed. You get the footage to the uh, right people. The footage ends up in the right places. And uh, while this raid on the Arcology will be remembered and may make things more difficult somewhere down the line, You are successful in getting the general onto the field and into your desired terrain. It is known among the locals as the Labyrinth. Ooh. And on that note, it's time we end tonight's episode. Now listen, I think we can all agree that this plan was working perfectly fine and everything was going surprisingly smoothly. And then Connor screwed it up. <laughs> I disagree. And here's why. Connor says nothing. <laughs> the important thing is I killed the policeman, so he'll never be back as a major recurring enemy. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. Anyway. Can I sleep in a real bed, please? <laughs> no. Get on the floor. Oh. Get in the fucking robot. That'll be a little bit of bookkeeping at the start before we actually jump into the fight, but it's going to be like 99% fight next time. But let's yeah. get out of here for today. Mm-hmm. Sleep. After three sessions of playing this character, I finally got him built properly. <laughs> Play us out, DM. <laughs> Good night, folks. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>